Hey, um, hey, good morning, good morning, family. Good morning, man. Just got off the phone with my big bro. And um, I got I got I got a guest today. Um, brother Polite is um supposed to come on. I was just about to cancel because um something came up, but I'm gonna be interviewing the brother. We're gonna be talking about some of the best debates he's ever had, what's going on with him as far as future debates, who is he trying to get with, and so forth. Um, hey, shout out to um to, to, to the Christian community who have been supporting and watching me every morning and then making shows about me at nighttime and me and Unc and some of the things you're saying. Um, I wanna show, um, and this is for Brother Bereen. Brother Bereen, you are not really familiar with Garfield. You don't know my history. You don't know my education level or anything. I have actually multiple degrees. I have a degree in the money side, the business management, I have a degree with social work, which is um, human services. I have a degree in history. And there's another degree I'm working on. And I want to say this to everybody who's watching, right? If Brother Bereen wants any information on Garfield, you do have my phone number. You could call me and I'll provide that information. But to publicly trying to say, where's your shit at? Where's this at? Where's that at? Um, just to let you know, let me just give you a rundown of Brother Garfield's life in this country. When I came to this country originally, I came for the summer, summer vacation. I wasn't even supposed to be living here. My two brothers already migrated here to go to college. We were supposed to go to college up here and go back home. That was the plan. But when I started to go to college, I got someone pregnant which is my first son, you know, who's called Khalid, Khalid Malik. That's the king, the warrior king. So at that point, when I just came into this country, I was a Christian. I was studying to be a pastor, for those who don't know, from I was very young, all right? I was deep in the church. I, I understood what religion was about. I know we were waiting for a savior. My perfect life would have been marrying a woman who is Christian, end up having babies and live happily ever after. That was my, my dream situation coming up in this um, country. All right. So now with that being said, um, I stopped studying Christianity in school, in college. Um, that particular college I went to at that point I got actually got kicked out of college because of this whole black power, black African power stuff. I became a part of the community, the, 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 the conscious community, if I may, at that point. That's when I fell in love with you know, Farrah Khan, Khalid Abdul Muhammad, my best friend, Kirk Campbell, who's still my best friend ever in the world, one of my best friends from college. We still friends up until this day. He introduced me to Farrah Khan. And they took me out of Christianity based on what the understanding was. And I just fell in love with Farrakhan. I knew Farrakhan from Jamaica because he had come to Jamaica when I was a young boy and he came to National Arena. So I said, who's this man everybody's running to go see like he's Jesus or something? So my father loved him. So automatically my father loved him. I loved him. But my father was a, was a Christian and he wasn't deep into the Christianity. He was like, you know, had me watching Jimmy Swaggin and stuff in the morning, but I would go to a church. I got baptized if you want to call it a baptism at Moravian Church, and then I got baptized again at Calvary Gospel Assembly. All right? I used to go to Calvary Prep. For those who know Sundown Crescent in Jamaica, they know what I'm talking about. 
This is how I got into Christianity. I was birthed into Christianity. Do I hate the Christian? Did, it so, did the church do something to Garfield? No. Church never did anything to Garfield. Never did anything to me. And I want people to also understand this carefully. No, actually, Polite is going to be live on the show at 9 o'clock. Supposed to be on at 9 o'clock. I'm trying to do whatever I got to do before 9 o'clock. But I want to say this to everybody. Now, when I went to school, I, I wanted to be like my brother. I wanted to, do, to be a, an accountant. But then I started studying, taking Christian courses and all that stuff because, you know, from early on, I wanted to be a pastor. When I switched college, I went to this college here in New York, to the CUNY system. And um, they actually kicked me out of college because a Jewish lady was offended that I put on what's called um, a Khalid Abdul Muhammad video when he was comparing the Holocaust of the, the Jews. and the Holocaust of black Americans. And I was in love with Khalid. I was in love with him to the point I named my firstborn after him, him and Malcolm X, Khalid Malik. But remember though, the nation of Islam, looking back into it, is really another Christian group. They're just more black power. Um, and I continued to go to school, but I got kicked out of that particular school. When I got kicked out of that school, the Nation of Islam came in and helped me, cleared my name and supported me. It was a big rally in the school, Garfield this, Garfield that. And it was a major, I mean, it was at a point when I registered for the next semester after they, they realized I, I went back to school. They, I had to go to school in, in silence. It's like they, I was scared, you know, like I'm back in the school. I, I couldn't even let the people know I'm really back and I would take like night courses and you know, so, so, I mean, but I went back to school. I went back to school. I left that school. And then I joined up with the CLEP program, the one that I showed you guys. So when I, when you, when you want to finish college fast, you do the CLEP program because the, 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 the education system in Jamaica family by the British, <laughs> the CXC and the GCE and all that stuff, it is so difficult that when I came to school here in America, I never really learned anything in college unless it was something new like theology or something like a Bible, like a Christian class because the system was so advanced in Jamaica. I don't know what it is now, but family, when I came to America, I keep telling people I don't, I haven't learned anything here. My mom was a history teacher, so that's why I'm a history buff. I've always loved history. These things about Heru and, and, and Horus and all these things, eight years ago, I was a proponent of that idea. Never had no proof. Gerald Massey stuff, I would repeat it. But then I developed a blog talk, a blog talk show. So now check this out, though. I'm, I'm going to be honest to everybody right now. And me and brother True Story had a very similar walk, and we never knew each other. And this is just weird that we would meet now. And we walked a very similar road as far as development. I mean, I didn't join the Asara Set Society. I was never really attracted to Kemet. I never really was. And my, my, my body was into it. I love the fact they wear those African garbs and, you know, everybody want to have an onk and all that stuff. But I was never really into that. But what I do find that is, that is funny is that I joined a group called the Black African Holocaust Council. That's where they held the first um, 
sovereign conference ever. Phil Valentine, the Moors. I was about to fork over $2,500 and give to the Moors and, and, and get my own license and, and license plates. I've been in the community from a teenager. So I, I've seen these things. So all these things I've been at, 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 at Phil Valentine's house. For those who don't know, he used to be on Carroll Street, 12 something, I think 1226. So y'all know I'm telling the truth. You could ask him if he used to live on Carroll Street in Brooklyn, where I witnessed um, Bobby Hemet and all of them when they used to have um, they used to have gathering of the masters. Who knows about the gathering of the masters? Truth story, I would know about it. But this is how I grew up in the quote unquote conscious community. So what happened now is family. The um the 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 um I was a part of the Black African Holocaust Council, but but then. There was an incident one Friday where um, Lenise Walters, who know Queen Penn, a party in a party in a damn thing through and we gonna that, whatever. So one day the police in bed, I think that's Bed-Stuy, 77th Precinct or 71st Precinct. What the Nation of Islam did for me is they made me have a love for all black people, meaning Africans, Caribbean blacks, American blacks, because when Jamaicans come up here, we call American blacks, what y'all call ADOS now, we call them Yankee. So we used to look at them like, yeah, I can eat that Yankee boy. That. I'm going to be honest. That's how we grew up in the Caribbean culture when we come up here. So every time I would talk to somebody because of my upbringing, I would say, you mean the black American dude? The black American dude. All right. Now, for those who don't know, Queen Penn was a warrior sister. She was a warrior. She was fighting, fighting cops. She was doing this. She was doing that. So one day we had a meeting and she called up the brother that was in charge at When Worlds Collide and told him what was going on. We had a meeting. And all of us went down to, to, the, to, the, to the precinct. They was fighting the cops and all that stuff. And so we were standing on the sideline. Then all of a sudden, Garfield jumped up. Queen Penn was literally fighting the cop. I jumped up, got involved in the fight. I don't know what got into me. That's not, not me. You know, if y'all want to say like Tariq Nasheed, the spirit of Ogun. <laughs> but anyway, Garfield got into the fight with the cop. And then when the cops came out, they, they started to, they, they was actually winning. The people was beating the cops up and winning. I got into it, got, got it in. Holding her back, holding the cop back, wrestling, doing whatever. If y'all want to say we was fighting, we was fighting. And I got arrested that day. I got arrested. I was ashamed because of my upbringing. You know, we, 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 we shouldn't be in no situation where we could get arrested. I got arrested. And when I got arrested, I don't know how I got out of that case, family, but it wasn't when New York system was computerized. I think that's what helped me out. You, um, you... <laughs> They used to write everything. Everything was handwritten and then the fingerprinting and all that stuff. So for some reason, I got out of that case. I don't know how I got out of it, but I got out of it. What's up, Kevin? I got out of it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't. <laughs> it was funny when we was all locked up in the jail. They said um, everybody was trying to bust a rap. And I said, um, the rap, what was the rap that I said? Oh, man, they, 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 they booed the shit out of me in jail that day, man. They, I, the rap was, um, I said, firstly, I like to talk about love, which was created by the one from up above. Adam and Eve, they all started it up. And that's where the word sex changed up. 
all because of a snake in the grass. If I was there, I would have kicked some. <laughs> Yo, them, they booed me in that, that prison, that jail that day. It was the funniest thing. But I got out. I got out. And um, I went to court back and forth. I don't remember how I actually got off of it. But I never remember that case because sometimes when you're trying to get your papers in America, um, when you're an immigrant, you know, sometimes you marry people to get your papers and stuff. So during the interview process, right, they asked me about being arrested. And I, and I actually said to him, I don't remember ever being arrested. You can't lie to an immigration officer. And the <laughs> it was crazy. The immigration officer said, you don't remember being arrested? I said, no, I didn't remember it. I didn't even remember nothing about it. This was like seven years. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Like around. No, I'm sorry. Over 10 years later. Because at that point, you could be illegal in the country, get locked up and whatever, whatever is whatever. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, but at the same time, I was in college. At one point, I was full time in college and I had five jobs. Yeah, the stereotypes about Jamaicans is true. I had five jobs. I was working at a bank two days a week at a bank called EAB. I was working at the Jamaica Avenue branch, right in the bottom of Brooklyn. Then I had to jump on the J train, go to the F, then get the E, boom, and go to, go to school. Then I had to end up going back to the Bronx where I actually lived. So every, every day, this was my thing. I had two jobs at the school, delivering mail, and I was doing something else, and I was working for the Nation of Islam security. Then I was doing um, some communications. You know when they're trying to change your phone number at home? I used to work that job. So I'm working five jobs, boom, had a child. So I guess my dreams of going back to Jamaica was out the door. My dad was mad as hell because he wanted me to take over his business, maybe, possibly, although he discouraged us the whole time period. And what happened is my, my dad used to own buses. He used to, for those who know Jamaica, Waterhouse, he used to have a bus at 8B. 8B bus, yo, they used to, the Jamaicans would rob that bus daily, family. It would be robbed daily. But you make a money on that route. Even when they rob you, you getting paid. So he used to have a, a, a bus on 13 route, Malines Road, where, off near where we lived. And he had a bus going to 8B, going to Waterhouse. Then he had like 40 yellow cabs. So my dad was caking, you know, very conservative dude. And um, he wanted me to li literally come back. And by the way, for those who don't know the Queen Penn story, when Queen Penn reported that she was actually pregnant, usually when she beat up cops or get arrested, she would lie and tell him, oh, I'm pregnant and go to the hospital. This time she was literally, she had twins. She was pregnant with twins and the twins died. The twins died. So she ended up suing the city. And one day they called her. Cops came to her house in Brooklyn and said that the captain would like to see you at the precinct. She went inside, called the precinct and asked the captain, did you want to see me? No. So the cops was, who knows what they were trying to do to her. So she ended up living with Conrad Muhammad from mosque number seven. <laughs> How does Garfield know that? Because Garfield was a part of the mosque. I was in processing. I was in orientation. I would have been Garfield X if I had actually had the chance to recite. One thing with the Nation of Islam, man, when you go into the Nation of Islam, they put you to work. They put you to work. 
And hey, shout out to claim your inheritance, man. He called me Garfield can't read. So family, they actually would have killed her. <laughs> Someone tell the coconut Garfield don't wear those colors after Labor Day. So now, family. Um. So now, I'm in college. I'm doing all this stuff. The Nation of Designs. You join. They see. Do you have a job? They had me working at 152nd and 8th Avenue in that building. That building right there. I used to work in that building. Right. I worked in multiple Spike Lee movies. I worked on mad music videos. R. Kelly's video, the one that he did the remix with Puffy. Um, na, 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 na. That video, that particular video, I was, I was um, security in that video. And ironically, you know, um, Polite does text me. he will be on by 9.05. Um, listen to this family, that video, when I worked on that video, I don't know. I think it was 96 or something. Hey, shout out to, to my brother. Just joined the chat too, man. What's up, brother? Eric Tewer Muhammad in the building. That's my, that's my teacher right there from back in the days when worlds collide. So when I worked on that video is ironically family. Did you know that? There was allegations while we was on that video set about R. Kelly. It's crazy. Thinking back into it. They were saying that he liked young girls back then. Yeah, from back then. Well, anyway, moving on. From one college to the next college, did some online courses. Boom. You get a degree. It wasn't nothing. I, I got into um, working with young boys. I used to work at a 30-bed facility in Riverdale, New York. That was my first job outside of all those jobs I used to do, whether with the, um, the Muslim security stuff or with the bank or with school or whatever. <clears throat> and that's me. Um, lately, I've been doing a little schooling stuff, but, I mean, you don't go and publicize stuff and different things. You know, eventually, I did get a degree in, um, in history. Eventually. Because none of my degrees had anything to do with my studies. And then now I'm actually working on something. That's why I even brought up the, the clip stuff. Because I had to get do some more clip stuff to get some credits. And for those who are doing a specific degree, do that for your electives, the clips. You have over 140 different credits you could get. Do that so you could finish credit school quickly. And that that's I, say, I know, I know, I know the trick. I know the trick of the trade. And plus, it saves you money. Because at one time in New York, it was like $1,200 to go to school full-time, to a CUNY school. Now, I don't know what it is. It's probably like $3,000. And then when you're not a resident, and then when you don't have any papers, and you're going to college, you know, it's hard. You got to pay things with cash. You know, a lot of those things play play is a factor. All right, but I play that in response to what Brother um, Bereen said. And I want... um. Hold on, let me let me do this by the way. I gotta start this. I'm gonna um hold on a second, family. I gotta do this because what I'm gonna do is I'm going to do the show through blog talk. And for those who don't know that I was on blog talk, you could go back to my blog talk show. It's it's real talk live, brother Garfield. You will see the shows talking about Marcion, you'll see the shows talking about the first Christians. Because I was the only one that was bringing that information in the community. Ain't nobody at Slave Theater was talking about no Marcion. 
Nobody was talking about that. Ain't nobody in the community was talking about Marshawn before Garfield. I'm not saying I'm no more than anybody else, but nobody was talking about that. So when I hear Brother Marie talking about, oh, these guys are now talking about it because I'm talking about it. No. And what, what happened is we got a code in the community. It's an unwritten code. We really don't go at the elders. We really don't. We really, really don't. It's an unwritten law. But we, it, it comes from African systems, though. You do not go at your elders. So when you want to correct them, what we do, we made up an excuse. They had the info based on the information they had at that time. That's why they put that work out. So we made up an excuse for the elders so that we won't call them pseudo. Yeah, the, nobody could deny that. We made up an excuse. So at the end of the day, family, what are we going to do? What are we going to do from here? They worried about if Garfield is this or Garfield is that. I've never come out in public and say I'm scholar. I'm a scholar. Y'all call me scholar. If you're a scholar, you have to have the work in. So when I put my, my, my book out, which everybody's dying to see, you see, the problem is when the debate was supposed to happen, that was when I was supposed to come out with my book. My book is done. All I need to do is, is basically double-checking and rechecking the sources that I've used and make sure it's sourced properly. Come on, family. We need to understand that. But don't go around and say, oh, all of a sudden now. Um, all right, let me see right here. Okay, next. Play clicks. Okay, finish. All right, so let me set this up so we could. This is going to be the official phone number for um blog talk for um for when you guys call in because i want to try it out i heard we could do blog talk instead of me doing the whole ghetto thing with the phone i gotta plug this in and plug that in you know let's 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 stop that all right so i'm gonna go to blog talk and then i'm what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna play a little bit of video please enter your host pin when finished press the pound key my host pin is six eight three nine one Five, five, five. To start your show now, press one to hear important. Uh, your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Long talk radio. All right. All right. All right. All right. So here we are. Hold on, let me get this here. Let me see if this works properly. Then, what I'll do, family, so everything works. I want everything to be smooth in the mornings instead of we forth, back and forth. All right, so I'm on blog talk here. Can I do it? Hold on one second here. All right, switchboard. All right. All right, so this is the number to call in. Can somebody put this in the chat for me? 515-602-9639. I'm going to see if I can, how do I do this? All right, call a guest. Let me see, let me see what happened here. 646-592. Six, All right, let me see what happened here. Dialing. All right, hold on a second. 
All right. So it wouldn't go through this then. Oh man, I messed up. I gotta figure this out, family. I gotta, I gotta figure this out. How are we gonna do this? I gotta figure this out. I gotta figure this out. It's still going through the phone. Oh man, hold on. Now. Hold on, family. All right, hold on a second here. Call a guess. So I guess it's still true the same phone thing. Oh man, I gotta figure this out. I gotta figure this out, family. I gotta figure this out. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure, I gotta figure this out, man. I gotta figure this out. But I'm gonna play a video. And what I'm gonna do is, I'm waiting for um to, for the brother to, to come in. But I'm gonna play this video that um that Barine made last night. And, and this is like you're gonna, you guys are gonna find this very funny. It, it is very, it is, it is hilarious, hilarious. I've never said in public I'm a scholar. People call me scholar because of what I do. Now, now, um, Bart Ehrman, Richard Carrier, Lacona. Lacona did an interview on, on you guys' channel. Why didn't you come out against Lacona then? Nobody's introducing us. This is just my upbringing. I've, I was in the church. I wanted to be a pastor. I took some courses. I stopped because it wasn't me. I didn't feel the church anymore. The church didn't do anything to me. I've never had a, a bad experience. The church in Jamaica was wonderful. The church, my mother's church. Um, I mean, I think I had one gripe with my mother's church. When they, um, where my mother is buried, the church sold the land and they were actually thinking they were going to pay the families millions of dollars because of bauxite. Bauxite is a big industry in Jamaica. And what happened is they wanted to dig up my mother's body. And I, I was mad at the church. And this was years ago. This was years after I stopped believing in, in Christianity. So it's not because of that. And what happened is the, um, the people, um, the people, um, what do you call it, tried to dig up my mother's body after she was buried. You know what I'm saying? So that, that kind of got me kind of upset at the church. But I've never been upset with the church for anything. The church showed me love, always showed me love always all right now i got my brother polite in the building all right let me unmute this mic for how you my brother how you doing man? how you doing bro polite how you doing i'm doing good let me see if i can get better lighting for you yeah it's weird you know what you know what family um that's not a clone it is really polite it's not a fake person <laughs> it is brother polite all right um hey polite um let me ask you a question off the bat, right? What do you think is your greatest debate ever? Who you, who you think you smashed or who smashed you or who would you want to rematch with? Okay, let me see which order do I want to get this in. I don't want to rematch nobody. Um, but what I will say is, hold on. 
I'm sorry. Hold on. I just want to get this lighting a little more better. Okay, I see what I need to probably do. Hold on. Coming right now. Don't worry about don't worry about the lighting, bro. Everybody know what brother polite look like, man. You ain't no clone, bro. Everybody know what you look like. <laughs> Everybody know what you look like, man. The li my lining is horrible too. But um yeah. yeah, so let me ask you, let me do it one by one then. What was your favorite debate that you ever my had? What debate? Your favorite debate. Oh man, let's see. Favorite debate. My favorite debate was the one I did with Rabbi Harry Rosenberg, the pale Jew, and that was for a number of reasons. Um, I, I like the fact that I got to the level where we started to gauge a different demographic. We started to entice a different demographic to wanna prove us wrong. And I also liked that debate because it was the least disrespectful because all the ones I did with my brothers, somebody was always saying something disrespectful about my family or always showing homosexual pics every subject no matter what i debate it can be <clears throat> seti on if we become our own worst enemy he has a black woman drinking out the toilet and uh showing uh homosexual pictures and a man putting his penis in someone's butt and all this and i'm sure we could do a father but fine it happened that debate then there was the ali muhammad debate he showed us some homosexual stuff uh, about the historical origins of Islam. Okay, fine. Uh, I debated to Zariakin if the Bible is plagiarized. For some reason, he had to show us homosexual slides. Do you feel what I'm saying? So, hey, but bear in mind though, well, two of the brothers are attached to Abrahamic faith, so I don't, I don't expect any better from them. But Seti, come on, Seti, come on, Seti, you missed the yeah, black power. Bro. I expected better, better. I remember that video, and I'm gonna tell you, that's a brief. You know what? Let me not even cut your wisdom. That's 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 Bill, bro. That's Bill. Okay, so um, out, outside of that, there's normally some disrespect geared towards either my children or my wives. So it's always personal. You know, people always have something personal to say. And yeah, you can justify anything you choose to say against somebody and say that's why you had to incorporate it in the scholarship. But I I always wanted these debates to be reviewed by scholars eventually. I wanted it to be reviewed by other people that take on a collegiate scale, ultimately. I want us to keep our uh, hip hop aesthetic and, you know, the street charisma and everything. I like that because we're making, we're promoting literacy in our own way. And that's what it's all about. It's about encouraging people that wasn't reading to read, encouraging people that was just accepting things blindly to pursue the truth. So I love everything that we do in our own element, but I just feel it should be a composite of uh, a collegiate type of facilitation or scholarly method. And that has to come from us educating the people. So if we do a bad job in our demonstration, the people are not really commissioned to be able to better understand if someone it has a proper vetting process you know, for the information. So I never expected debates to stay on the same level. So in time, I was expecting things like, hey, let's review 
some of the works you're about to present so we can just omit some of the BS from the gate because we respect the people. Whenever I would say that, like when I was talking to uh, Nasi, Yashuel, and the rest of the Hebrew brothers that was part of that debate, uh, Brother uh, Divine Prospect and the rest of them, it was suggested by myself, hey, uh, let's present the things on the table that we're going to present. We're supposed to be coming on trial. Let's present our information before we go there. Now, nah, we do that, then you're going to know what we're talking about. I'm like, bro, that's what the essence of a debate is. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be able to stand on whatever you're coming in there with. They think that we're attempting to trick them. Mm -hmm. So I realized I was very annoyed at that point because I'm like, yo, with, with people who want to debate and people who claim they read and study, how come they never come across the concept of turning in your information? You know, if this was court, you have something called discovery. And if we don't put our information into discovery, when we go to trial, if I come out with a new witness no one heard of and I got some new evidence, the judge will be like, yo, that shit is overruled. We throwing that out of here. Why didn't why didn't you present that in discovery? So they can prepare. You feel what I'm saying? So in the same manner, that's how we're supposed to conduct debates. I get it when we first started. Because we're in our grassroots, we're in our inception, and people just getting hip to it. But once we got the people's attention and over a thousand people are starting to come out, we're supposed to constantly not only upgrade the technology, not only upgrade the cameras, not only upgrade the mics. We got to upgrade the methodology. We got to up. We got to tell the people who's about to debate. Listen, y'all got to take it to the next level because our audience is getting smarter. Mm -hmm. And by being by smarter, we mean not just learning information, but learning strategy and elements to ascertain to actually conducting a more powerful diatribe. So what I had liked about the rabbi Harry Rosenberg versus Brother Polite debate on if Judaism was. Uh, fundamentally a culture that we can make subscriptions to. Uh, the Day of Atonement is what we called it. What I loved about it was we did get to discuss what we wanted to talk, uh, debate about. We did get to present, hey, I'm, I'm gonna be coming from this book, you're gonna be coming from that book. I thought that was fine, I thought we was going in the right direction. We said ain't take it ultimately to the next level, but we were going in the right direction with that debate and I was very excited that I was talking to somebody who didn't mind exchanging where the information would be coming from so we could prepare to debunk mm -hmm. uh, certain elements. And also, I like the fact he, he didn't disrespect my family or show homosexual images that I felt really had nothing to do with the debate itself. And um, yeah, he happens to be pale. And I, I, I like the fact that he was a white man that conducted himself properly. So it can hopefully encourage the brothers to say, yo, you know what? We don't need to go into debates and, and dog each other families and wives to, to see if I can get this guy mad in hopes that he'll want to hit me. This is not the rap battle stuff. In the rap battle, everybody's going to say, even if he talks about your dead mother, like they did to Mook, you shouldn't get upset. You got to keep your composure, right? This ain't no damn rap battle. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm so mm -hmm. you shouldn't be attempting to get under someone's skin so they can want to put hands on you and throw away the debate. We're supposed to be intellectual. So I like that. And I also like the fact, speaking of rap battles, that we uh, we got Brother Smack from the Smack URL Battle League and Beasley to be the moderators. Mm. And so I know uh, it was it was great because what we were able to do with that, that was a form of marketing in my in my construct, because I'm like, hey, we we already appeal to the hip hop audience. A lot of times they use my name when they do any battles. Mm. So. 
that being the case, whether it's murder, move, somebody uh, going, uh, B dot, you know, it doesn't matter. Daylight doesn't matter. A lot of times my name is uh, put out there. So I said, since we already got the attention, let's get the people from the ultimate rap league. Let's get the people from the number one uh, battle rap venue and let's get them to do the moderation so we could kind of cross worlds. So I love the fact, I love that about the debate too. That And then I brought a battle rapper out to bring me out when my name got called, which was uh, Loaded Lux. So I love those elements because here it is, we have the Jewish community involved, right? We have the yeah, battle rapper. They had, they had, they had the um, security, what do they call him again? The, not the mafia, what do they call him? The, um, I forgot. I forgot what they call their security, but they was they was gun. They they was loaded. Yeah, they was, was loaded. Guns in the building when, people that you, when people saw your bulletproof vest, they thought it was like you know like a gimmick. But they don't understand them type of Jews. You don't mess no. with them. You they don't can go down. Mossad. Thank you, um, global media. The Mossad. You don't mess with the, the Mossad. Not even the American CIA like the Mossad, man. All That's a fact. He came in there ready, and we had enough intel on our end. So uh, that's a good point. When people see me coming in with a bulletproof vest and my armed security and everything, I'm like, I don't think you understand that this guy came with a, a heightened level of security. He had a police car outside, you know what I'm saying? And so they are as close to the CIA as you possibly going to get in the Jewish community. They wasn't playing. So if something would have uh, went down, I wasn't looking to go down like no Malcolm, and I wasn't looking to uh, be timid. In my uh, demonstration, I was very aggressive in my conveyance. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just made sure I was prepared to be aggressive enough without the distraction of what might I have to do to respond. I have people that's in place to deal with the response. All I had to do was go up there and teach. So I love the fact that we had the, the Jewish community involved. We had our community involved. We had the hip hop community in general involved, the, the lecture community involved. and. Uh, we broke records as far as viewership was concerned. We got stuff on Facebook that's done over 10 million views from that debate. Uh, and I got reached out to by a lot of Jews who were either a bit apologetic or uh, wanted to do debates after, and uh, which is still on the table. And also a lot of celebrities reached out after that debate because they were very proud of the way that I put the work in. And what makes me really more fond of that debate amongst them all was I got to finally speak about subject matter that I really, really want to get into. I still didn't even touch a, a large percentage of what I wanted to present because what I present is based on what my opponent says. So what I do when I go to a debate, I have several folders put together. Mm -hmm. And at any given moment, I will create my presentation for the next round based on what they're saying. So every time they say something, I pull up a slide. That's not something I started out doing. That's something during the Ali Muhammad debate I employed, and it worked out so perfectly. My communication was so tight because the problem was this. If people don't want to present their information prior and they want to do what we was calling ambush scholarship, you don't find out when we get there what the hell you're talking about, then what I figured it suffice to do now is compile as much as data as possible relative to the information, have an understanding of my opponent, put these things in folders that are titled very specifically. And as that person talks, pull out that slide and throw it in my PowerPoint as they're talking. And this time when the debate takes place, it doesn't sound like we got two people talking two different directions because that has happened a lot of times in our community. So with the Ali Muhammad debate, a lot of people love that one because they said, man, it was very tactful 
And whatever point he was making, I had something to, to counter it. I had I had something to rebut it. And it was it was just very strategic, down to me even saying how much time he has deferred our attention away from the facts. I was able to say, you spent two minutes and 30-something seconds over here that had nothing to do with it. I was very tactful. So at that point, I felt like, yo, I'm entering my prime. So I, I took that same stratagem, and I employed that with every debate thereafter. And uh, it makes it more engaging for the audience to actually hear somebody literally respond to what someone said instead of waiting for a round for it to take place. Every round, I'm going to respond to everything you said hey, because that's you. how much research I'm doing. Let me ask you a question, right? And I'm a, I'm, we're going to get back to the debates in a second because I got to ask you about a specific debate and a topic. I will get to that juicy part in a minute. Um, yeah. For years, right, You didn't. we didn't know each other. But I got to tell you yeah. this, a story. There's a video, and I'm going to bring this video up, and you're going to laugh when you see this video. This is the video that made me come to the what's called the so-called conscious community. And it's a video with you, polite versus... Um, Oh man, what's the name of this guy? Um, come on, come on, come on. What's the guy in Brook in, in 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 um in in? Hold on a second. Let me go to Black News One Hundred Two. Hold on one second. There's a debate. Tell you what what brought me to the conscious community at the time called the conscious community. You, I'm gonna show you what you did. You made me because I'm like I saw you beating this dude up, and I said I said yo. I could do that right here. Here, go right here. <laughs> I'll put it on the screen. And you're going to laugh. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see it for the family. Was it a Hebrew? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. One reason for that. Because there was a king in Egypt that oppressed black people. Us. His name is Ramesses II. This video right here. Oh man, Hebrew Perry. Did Israel ever eat their children? You see what I'm saying? Now, just to kick it off, I'm going to start with that. Yeah, we did eat our children. So, why should I be a Hebrew? It's, being a Hebrew is not a choice. That's what you're born as, whether you like it or not. You could go into any fantasy realm. You could create something up for yourself, whatever religion you want. The, the, the fact of the matter is, if you're a Negro, or you're a so called Latino, I'm saying Native American Indian, you are a Hebrew Israelite. Right, so go of, back into what you were saying. Yeah, so basically, when he was asking that, did we eat our kids? Yes, we did eat our kids. You know what I'm saying? That was the history when we was going off. We was being wicked. The most high withdrew his protection from us, and we was conquered, but we was laid siege to. And and, and the process of us being laid siege to, we was eating our children. It was other times when there was a famine in the land, dealing with the northern tribes, the ten tribes that was up north. But yeah, it was a famine that got so bad that we started eating our kids. You know what I'm saying? We was doing that. That's how I really got. You see what I'm saying? But when our people go off and they leave the tenets and the laws and the statutes that the Most High have set up for us. Okay, when our people go off and they leave of today, then I just simply say that the Hebrew Israelite community of today, no matter what brand they are thus far, the Hebrew Israelite brands of today need to realize that their doctrine is not so much outdated, but has been compromised and diluted by the white man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the video. And when was this video? 2013. But this, I was on the internet and I saw this video and this is what brought me to the community.
I knew King wow. Simon from the Nation of Islam days because we, we used oh, wow. to work it together. So I've known yeah. Simon over 20 years. He knew me from I was a teenager, man. So I knew King Simon. So coming in, I could have went to King Simon and hooked up with Sarnetta. But I said, you know what? If it was about that. But this is what this particular video is what brought me. To, what is your memories about you and Warrior Perica? This video here it was nuts back in the days, 2013. Oh. I remember him. He's a he's an early body. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hebrew Perry now. That's a funny guy because Hebrew Perry. I would say I'll be talking about mitochondrial DNA, and he'll be like mitophotical DNA. And <laughs> I'm I'm you know I'm quick, so I'm gonna catch you in anything I can catch you with, antagonize you where it makes sense. I'm not gonna make up a false antagonism. I'm gonna get you for anything where you may be in error. It's just like when Pharaoh. And I was debating him online as a preliminary for a, a, a debate in person, which he dropped out. And he said something about the physiological, the physiological structures of the pyramids. And like physiological, like the pyramids are alive, you know. And I, I stuck to him with it because all he had to do was say he was in error. But rather than do that, these people just be wrong and strong, as they say in the, in the islands, right? <laughs> so oh, with Perry, he was wrong and strong. And uh, it was him and another guy, the same day, um, telling me about Africa being a country. And I'm like, it's not a country. And they like, a city. I'm like, it's not a city. And you're like, it doesn't matter. You understand what I'm saying? I'm like, I understand that you're not qualified to talk about what you're talking about because those ain't typical errors. Those are just not the typical errors of people that want to debate geography in mm -hmm. retrospect to biblical history. Right, so, right. So, you know, some errors you're just not going to get away with. I mean, you can make them, you can make a mistake. But damn it, if you can't say the word continent for whatever reason, we have an issue. And so um, debate in Hebrew Perry was very interesting because that's when I really started to realize that the Hebrew Israelite community is very poorly educated. I really start, like when we asked them for references, it was, it was still kind of new to me because when you can't, you don't attempt to make sense out of nonsense. Mm -hmm. So, even when you hear it, you say, maybe that's just that person. And you hear it from another person, you say, maybe that's just that person. So by the time I got to Hebrew Perry, I said, this is some alarming stuff. He <laughs> really is like shot when it comes to information. They are they reference the Bible whenever there's a discrepancy, mm. which we know makes no damn sense. If there's a discrepancy about history and the the book in question is actually the Bible, you have to reference something else. And I found that no one outside the Bible was cooperating the Bible, but other biblical figures that made subscriptions to the Bible. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I couldn't get it through his mind that this is not the way that you do scholarship. You know what I'm saying? This You just can't answer every question using the Bible when the Bible itself is in question, do you have anyone else to cooperate the testimony of the Bible other than biblical figures or people from the narratives? Like you, oh, Abraham said, I'm like, bruh, Abraham is in question. Well, mm -hmm. Moses said, bruh, Moses is in question. Hey, you know, you know, you know what's funny? I'm gonna cut your wisdom for a second. But check this out though. I want to ask you a serious question about religion. And, and I want you to be honest with me, bro, like a hundred percent. I'm going to put up a chart, right? And I want you to tell me 
on this chart here that I'm gonna put up right here. I want you to tell me, can you show me any black person in America that came over because of slavery that didn't belong to any of these groups right here? Because they said it's not the white man's religion, right? And they try yeah. to go back to the first century. But you wouldn't have even known this. I'm talking to Brother Bereen. I'm talking to the sister on your panel. I'm talking to the dude that said he was in jail for whatever, shooting people or whatever, and, became, and Jesus saved him. I'm talking to the other brother on there and the brother that we couldn't see. Yeah. Dr. Eric Mason. I'm talking to Vince Bantu. I'm talking to Coleman, Laron, Bokai Malone, James White, any Christian apologist. Right. Show me any black person in America that did not come and learn about Christianity because of these individual groups. Now, that, now all right, cool. So I ain't got a dagger, I ain't got a dagger polite and put him on the on the pole today. You want to guard the dagger. You, say, you are 100 percent fat. Now, and, and this is a challenge to every Christian. Now, I come, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be honest with everybody. I come out of let me tell you, I come out. I, I'm from the Moravian church. They somewhere in here, they somewhere in the mix. But the problem <laughs> is. Remember, the, the, let's look at the Hebrew Israelites for a second. You see Pentecostal, it comes from the Anglicanism. For those who don't know, these three branches right here, Lutheranism, who is very close to Roman Catholicism, the only thing they did was just basically take down, and Calvinism, they basically just took down the pictures. Then you have Anglicanism because the English people broke away. They didn't want to be down with y'all. With the Lutherans or whatever. So they said, although y'all broke away, we're going to break away. But they were still practicing the same thing as Roman Catholicism. The same thing. They just did a little changes. Then they branched off into Episcopalian, Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal. Where do most of the black churches come from? Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal. So if these white folks from England didn't branch off, you wouldn't have these today. So how is it that you did? You don't have a white man's religion. Don't go back to the first century because you don't have a connection. And and, and polite. The reason why I said is that I, I refer to the slave trade because That's we are word. genetically not connected to the ancient Near East. We are connected. We're not connected to Libya. We're not connected to Morocco. We're not connected to um what what you call um Tunisia, which was Africa, the first place they call Africa. So I, I'm trying to figure out. How are we connected to this religion when the person that brought it to us was the white man? Then you're going to make a lecture and say, oh, we practice in the old time religion. What, what are you practicing? There ain't no old time religion. You have to practice in contemporary religion. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, man. Come on, man. You, you, it's just like, <laughs> like African-Americans. We could agree that African-Americans, we're a new people because we were basically from Africa and looped together as African-Americans in America, and we are from different tribes. We don't, we don't, there's no, there's no, there's hardly two people that's alike if y'all not even related as brothers and sisters. So we are basically yeah. hundreds of different tribes mixed up in one area. So African-American is a unique title. Being Afri Afro-Caribbean is unique because you don't have, you really started here in Americas, in the Americas, because of what slavery did. So you're a new people. So now let me ask you a question, brother. The brother yes. Turner, they say, was a Baptist minister, right? If Jesus says, right, why, and I'm using the word cracker, 
to mention as far as the um the slave master because he used to whip the people with the crack of the whip like Khalid Abdul Muhammad says okay, that's how he got the name cracker so the cracker he decided to pool with some brothers use the bible as some sort of inspiration and also use the condition that they're in and the environment that they're in that they need to free themselves all right now if Jesus was on his side and this is a Christian, black Christians like to use this as an argument and black Hebrews like, oh, what about Nat Turner? He used the Bible. He was a Christian. So now if he was a real Christian and was backed by God himself, by yeah. Jesus, why Jesus ain't let him kill all them damn crackers? Why did he allow somebody within his group to go and snitch on him and to stop the great movement of whatever he was trying to do why didn't jesus just kill all the damn crackers hey it's about time man y'all white folks treated these christians bad these black people bad they're christians i think that y'all should die why did why where is that part of the story brother where's that part of the story that's easy that's john three sixteen. for he so loved the world that he gave up his only begotten son <laughs> <laughs> yo i'm not i'm not with none of that and there's a reason why, and I'm, I'm going to call him out. There's a reason why Chris Boussard fuck mm -hmm. dance and ducked the original person and people that were to take on the debate, be it individual or team. There's a reason for that because he knows there's certain people that know how to move the people in addition to communicating the message. And if an individual such as myself and or teamed up with someone such as yourself, or maybe even the Amon Ra squad, uh, the way that conveyance takes place, they would be totally obliterated based on their ability to convey the message, based on the facts corresponding with the message, the timing of the message. And, you know, they got away. They got away. And this is no flack to the brother Jabari, but the way that Chris Broussard and them church guys covertly called me out to do the debate, called the conscious community out to do the debate, and then tucked tail and found a covert means to take one of us out of there and just, hey, let's deal with him. They found the brand of our comedic subscriptions that they felt was more conducive to debate. Let me say it like that, okay? They know it was more conducive to debate Jabari because Jabari has a, uh, a semi-religious disposition. So it's easier for them to kind of communicate with Jabari in that, in that manner to have that debate. What they do know is the level of aggression towards scholarship and communication on this side, those pastors, <clears throat> they wouldn't even be able to last the first five minutes. Cause I'm telling you, I already have an opening round for those guys from the time the conversation started last summer. And my opening round was designed to alleviate anything that gets said thereafter. I'm talking my first five minutes with a shutdown any christian on planet earth facts mm. Mm. because first of all i've traveled places around the world where i got early christian artifacts that don't show crosses but show onks on their tombstones mm. 
Mm. These are facts with factual references, not just pictures. I can tell you where it's located, when it got found, and I can show you on video where they presently have it. And that's not even the five minute aspect. That's not even the five minute doom. That would have been in the rounds. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, so I, I just want to, I just got to let people know that the Christian community is very slick and they like to choose and pick their arguments when they can and they like to ignore things that you say to them and, and, and come up with straw man arguments, but they wouldn't have been able to slither away mm -hmm. from these hardcore facts. And what I'm telling you is whatever they did with Jabari, <laughs> they did that on purpose because that is not who they originally called out. Mm. They they say, oh, we want your best. We want, we want, yeah, yeah, we want polite. That's what they said in the beginning. Then they said, yo, we got a whole bunch of pastors. So we don't just want polite, we want your best in the community. So naturally, naturally, so I was like, well, we gotta holler at the Dagger Squad, we gotta holler at the Amon Ra squad. You know, we gonna we can put the team together. Mm -hmm. And somehow that fell through the cracks and they wound up with just Jabari only. But mm -hmm. I know I have a I have a reason. Right. I'm, I'm actually showed the back messages. I told Uncle you're gonna have to call me and cut the show off today and pull the plug because I'm going in right now. All right, check this out. I don't know how long you know me. <laughs> the first time I, I, I want to talk about that part of the Christian. Yeah, we gonna we gonna get into that in a minute. But 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 this, right, we gotta get into that. They don't realize about that craziness. You know, for those who don't know Garfield, I have a blog talk show called It's Real Talk. It's real talk live, right? And if you look, Brother Bereen, when you're watching, you will see that my shows are talking about stuff you are talking about after me. Should I say that you heard me and brought it out? Look at this. There's no <laughs> biblical manuscript of the Hebrew Bible that exists before 250 BC. This is Garfield talking. Now look at this topic now. Roman Catholic Church, the root to all Christian churches. So I'm making the, the argument from 2014, before I even know you, Bereen. Look at this now. First, the first and second New Testament, who and what was behind their product. I'm talking about Marcion. Ain't nobody in the community, I've never ever heard people talk about Marcion before. Nobody. This is, this is, and this is how Unk heard about me and Tima Cyrus and all them brothers. They heard about me through blog talk. They used to come on and, and be dropping knowledge morning, noon, and night because they, they were saying, damn, this guy Garfield, man, ain't nobody talking about Christianity like this dude. That's what was the claim to my fame. It wasn't going against the Old Testament like what people know about me today. It was about the way I went at Christianity and what it did. We used to have a diet show. We used to have a show about relationships. We used to talk about investments. All type of damn things we used to talk about in blog. Did Jesus exist? And I used to talk economics, how to boost your credit score in 100 points in five days and all this stuff. Come on, man. We was going in. Who are the black Hebrew Israelites? And, and let me show y'all another topic that was kind of funny. They said we don't talk about the information that the people were talking about. Why are there so many false teachings in the black community? Part four. You need to watch one, two, three, and four. What about the study group on the Exodus, the Babylonian exile, Cyrus Cylinder? Come on, man. Garfield been going in for ages. Ages, man. Ages. But anyway, let me stop showing that and let me get to Jabari and the whole mix-up. This is the back chat. Yeah, let's get back to this. Yeah, this is the debate back chat. It's me, Jabari, um, Unk, and so forth, right? 
I put the flyer up, is the Christianity the white man's religion? This is the first time we knew about the debate. Ladies and gentlemen, the debate is that October 5th, I got the flyer September 1st. September 1st, I'm letting the brothers in the chat know, I'm wondering why my face is not on the flyer. Wow. This is wow. the first time I knew about it. And wow. how did I know about it? I could show y'all the text messages from our brother, Chris Broussard, that sent it to us. And I'm not even going to show Chris, the conversation we and Chris had. I'm not even going to do that. Because right. this conversation with Chris will prove without a doubt what really, 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 really happened. So what I did was... You're being slick, Chris. You're being slick. I got to no, say it. No, 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 no. We're going to leave. Nah, Chris has been slick. I'm saying it on my behalf. He's being all slick. Right. All right. Well, I work with Chris. Leave Chris out. I love Chris. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I love Chris, but he being slick with his debate business. All right. You know what? That's not being disrespectful. Slick is not a bad word. I'll leave that alone. Oh, so no, I, I never I put, Look what Garfield puts now. Yeah, go ahead. So, I said, so, and then I at Jabari. You taking on two passes by yourself? That's what I said. <laughs> right? I was just talking about it. I knew it was the same verses, but I was just being funny. So Brother Asar said, so what happened? And then I said, from what I heard, Jabari and Chris Prasad worked out an agreement for Jabari to debate Vince Bantu in Philly at Eric Mason's church. I said, wow. I said, I have not spoken to Jabari. I heard in a text message. Now Jabari comes out and he responds. I don't even I don't even want to read what Jabari said, but he pretty much said that um, I was um, um, Chris Prasad reached out to me while I was in Kemet. I was really reluctant to do it without Sarnetta. When I got back, Sarnetta initially agreed to do it as a favor to me. That's when Chris released the promotional stuff and so forth. All right. But I said to Jabari, if originally a group debate was organized, why would you agree to a one-on-one -on -one debate, especially with a person who was planning with Sarnetta? So he gave a few reasons, right? I said, he said, but this guy, he made a statement that this guy was not in the debate originally. Vince Van Tu, right? This is it. See, you see what he said? Vince Van This is what he said. Vince Van ladies and gentlemen, this is Jabari's word, was not part of their listed team now i'm gonna ask you um polite because you was there before me yes vince bantu a part of the original team my brother to my knowledge yes all right so now but even if he wasn't hold on i say this much even if he wasn't he's part of that group of people and that's it facts of the matter is we do this too often in our community i'm gonna show you what Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't say nothing yet. Let, let's okay. one question. Was Vince Bantu originally a part of the listed teams in that email? Correct. All right. Now look at what Jabari says, family. This is the actual screenshot. I, I apologize, but I got to show the primary. Vince Bantu was not part of the listed team. The team would include Dr. Eric Mason and Pastor Bernard. That is not true. Pastor Bernard's church is what we're using. Eric Mason was on the team. Dr. Eric Mason. Let me just remember that because I got to respect him because it's when you got to do a PhD program, it's very difficult. 
So I said to Jabari, Vince Bantu is from the Jude 3 project. He's the biggest proponent of African Christianity. He was one of the six pastors listed in the email you sent to me. What are you talking about? <clears throat> All right. So now let's move on. I'm not even going to show no more of this. But the point that I'm trying to make, family, is that we never knew nothing hey, about Jabari, what they were doing. I mean, but, but, the word is we we wanted money. It was a money issue. This is what Brother Berean is putting on his channel now. Brother Berean is saying it's a money issue. I never went to, to, to Sonnet about no money. Whatever money issue had, I mean, everybody knows their worth. Polite knows his worth. Polite is involved. We got to be honest. People going to show up. Garfield's channel has never had 500 people watching live. Never. I've had almost 400, but I've never had 500 watching live. And who is it because? It's not because of me and my good looks. <laughs> or because yeah, I'm, I'm repping yeah. my green New York hat. We got to be real. Polite will bring you audience. He will bring you a crowd when it comes to debates. This would have broke box office records, but it would have made people understand there's other side of Christianity that you're not looking at. Another perspective. And let me say this so there's no confusion. One, it wouldn't matter if they came up with a new pastor out of nowhere. That's part of this whole debate concept that I would still render them part of Chris Broussard and them team. If, it, if he coming out of that group, then they're still part of that team. And I reconcile within myself that I'm not doing nothing with nobody over there unless it's a team debate, if that's what we agree to. So that's one. So let me say this to the people. Sarnetta and I, and I'm, I'm going to give y'all the scoop. Sarnetta and I initially was building about doing the debate, and we couldn't come to terms. Sarnetta and I had no beef. Y'all never saw a video or nothing go up. And guess what? I never went on the side, undercut him, and said, yo, let me work out this deal with you, Chris and him. In fact, Chris and him would not even know nothing unless, I don't know if Sarnetta told him anything, but I know on my end, I don't tell nobody nothing. If, if that's how you do these agreements, if it don't work out, you don't go dry snitching to the, to the other side to try to work something out. So let me tell you this. <clears throat> Sarnetta and I, because of my scheduling, uh, things that I had going on. Like, I just literally came back from Dubai and from Colombia. I be moving around. Based on the dates and the times proposed, the time that would be most convenient for me, the monies that would be most conducive, when I could take lesser, when I should take more, it's a lot of that. So I'm like, yo, so I'm not even going to plague you with none of that because you and I never had these issues before. And secondly, we both had different intervals in our careers or our life path. So because I'm doing different things these days that I never was doing before, I'm not even going to burden you with certain ideas. And there's no way I'm even going to ask you for a certain type of dollar amount. So either we're going to do it this way, that way, or the other. We couldn't come to terms based on my scheduling and everything. It was all love and peace. I'm like, yo, y'all brother still got my support. I'll fall back in the event. He called another time. He's like, yo, yo, we might, we might, let's push this. We can, we can make something work. Now, and we, we figured this stuff out. Right. So in our event, I just don't even know how the one-on-one -on -one happened because I knew Jabari been down. I knew Amin Ra's squad uh, uh, been down. But I know, I mean, not Jabari. Jabari been down. Garfield been down. Okay. I've been down. When I said I was fading the black, Garfield is still relevant. And so I don't want this to come off as a, a knock to Jabari. I'm saying this 
when I look at the Christian community, right, what they pull, they pull the fast one. <laughs> and and I gotta hope I gotta hold Jabari at fault for that. But I don't have nothing like negative and dissenting to say about Jabari, because that's my man. But what I will say is he allowed them to demonstrate a form of dissension amongst us. That's what he allowed that to happen. Because we are not gonna take one of those Christian pastors out of their group and do a one-on-one somewhere. They're gonna stay united over there. I guarantee you, hey, if hey, it's hey, way hey. around, that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna play a video from Bereen last night, right? But before I play the video, I wanna say to everybody that's watching, even when Polite had stepped back, the debate was still on. A lot of people don't realize that. The debate, the debate was supposed to be in Brooklyn at CCC, the Christian Community yes. Center, one of the biggest yes. in Brooklyn. This guy's yes. a Republican, Pastor Bernard. He works with um, President Trump. He's a big time pastor. I'm not even yes. asking him for being attached to Trump in any way at all. He, he is what it is with him. All right. But what I'm saying to everybody is I'm not taking any calls yet, family. No calls yet. No calls. No calls yet. Family. No calls. We ain't taking no calls yet. But we got to get all of this out. The point that we're trying to drive is, even when Polite stepped away, we it never had any argument. Man. We didn't have any argument with Sonnet about money or nothing. It wasn't even about that. We, Nobody we, we, had no arguments about no money. <laughs> you know what I talked to with Polite about was, I said, yo, my book is almost done at the time. Facts. And, and I said, this is going to be a perfect opportunity, even with the live stream, for people to know that there's a book out called The Misconception and Misinformation by the Black Hebrew Israelites, Volume 1. The yes. purpose of that book is to shed light on a lot of the misinformation that's going on in our communities regarding the biblical text. Now, that book itself actually destroys the Christians, too, because what I do is family. And, and to Brother Bereen, let me, let me explain something to you, beloved. I'm going to explain something to you right now. Let me share my screen. I'm going to explain something to every one of them. There is nobody in the Christian community could st stand in my shoes when it comes to this scholarship. Nobody. You could bring your PhDs. You could bring your ABCs. They I concur. Smashed. I concur. Divine Prospect's been running from Garfield for years. He refuses to dialogue with me. And he's not the he only one. So don't, so don't bring none of that. What I did is... Hold on real quick, Garfield. Officer Tazariak been ducking you too. Oh man. Oh man, that's the chief, the chief runner. He's a runner, he's a lifetime runner. But what I'm gonna show people is this. This is a book that I gave away free to a lot of oh, I can't do this while polite here because polite go like you want to copy of this. But we got we go, I'm gonna show one book. And this one book, I gave it to my brother Jay Mix and a few people. I'm not giving away this book anymore. But to the Christian family out there, if you guys want to learn and learn what the scholarship says, this is what I do. I am not the person in the field doing the work. If I'm the one doing the work, then I can attach myself to the work. All you need is to get with the people who have done the work. Text, archaeology, culture, and geoscience. Israel's exodus in transdisciplinary perspective. This book, over 40 scholars, family. 40 scholars. 40. Abraham Foss. Emmanuel Anati, some of them are believers in the text. Nadav Na Naman, William Deva, who is a conservative Jew, Jew. Come on. Are you guys serious at this point? 
Thomas Roma, Israel Finkelstein, Ronald Handel. These are top of the line archaeologists and scholars. The, the, the argument about the Exodus has been settled. But you want to run around and keep this lie going. That's what you want to do. You want to keep the lie because without the lie, you're a nobody. You guys can't survive without the lie. You can't. You can't survive without the lie. Some of these guys, oh, I used to do this and, and, and this and, that, and Jesus did it. Why he ain't did it in slavery though? Denmark VC, Nat Turner. The um what's what's the guy that wrote the little pamphlet um um truth story in? The, the pastor guy that wrote the pamphlet and they put out a hit on him and tried to kill him. David Walker. What what where was Jesus to do the things that you claim Jesus did for you? Why are he doing it now when we're not in so-called chattel slavery? Bring your best. I'm ready for them. Bring your best right in front of Garfield. Ain't none of them ready. They're running. And your pastors and, and PhDs, you could bring all of them come. I got the information and more than what they got. These are the books. I'm telling y'all, these are the books. Let me share my screen. These are the books that I've used for my for my for my for my um for my book. I have a whole file for these books that I've used for my for my book that I've sourced. So now I got to make sure because I am I'm dealing with it in a scholarly fashion. It's going to be peer reviewed. The three scholars already are ready to peer review my work. These are the books that I'm using. These are the books. Have y'all ever read this book here? Let me put this book up on the screen right here. Y'all ever read this book? The Encyclopedia of the Jewish Diaspora? Y'all ever read this book before? Come on. Y'all don't, don't want to get me started on books right now, dealing with the Jews and dealing with the biblical text. Y'all act like y'all the only one that can read. Come on, man. Bring them in front of me and watch how the argument change. Watch how it change. Now, I'm going to play this video for um for um, Polite. I told you I was going to yeah. play a video for you, man. Hold on. I'm going to play this video for you. Listen, listen to this right here. Uh, but, you know, now, um, you know, there was speculation beforehand that he had lost the debate. Uh, the Koch community is kind of, you know, trying to, you know, get in and tell their own story about how Jabari uh, sort of, you know, did some underhanded things and was able to get, you know, be the only show them uh, that Christianity is not the white man's religion. Uh, they'll just make up new things such as, you know, um, uh, you know, now now they're focusing on the, the mini Christianity. On our last live, the slavery is is is, is mythological. It, it was made up in their minds, uh, so much so that that I believe that they're the ones with the Stockholm syndrome. That I believe that they're the ones who who suffer from the mental slavery uh, because they cannot deny that. So so you can you can so he 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 attributes. I mean he he attests. All the disciples, and, and, and they're gonna get an idea of what it is. Come on, Pastor, you got the jack, you got the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, man, glory to God, man. My name is Mark, man. Mark Miles, man. Uh, Pastor Mark Miles out here in uh, Portland, Oregon. But yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's it's it, it comes to a point like 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 the brother said. It comes to the point to where. Even when you give them the truth, 
even when it's right in their face, man, they you know they, they don't want to they don't want to accept it because it's a sin issue. Okay? And when you look at it, when you look at it, when you look at the the the, the, the historical evidence surrounding surrounding the the resurrection. Now now okay, so they can they can they can go they can go to Bar Ehrman. They can go to Bar Ehrman and um, get whatever they want. It's in the room. They can go to Bar Ehrman and get whatever they want, right? They can they because he's a textual critic, a te textual critic. He's a biblical scholar. He's gonna he's what he what he will uh, what he will agree to is that Jesus is a real person, that he existed. You know what I'm saying? That he that he was a uh, that he was a rabbi. He was a Jewish rabbi. That he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, and that all the disciples, all the apostles, believed that they seen him again after he after he after he after. You notice he said that Bart Ehrman says that Jesus exists and that he believed that the, the, the disciples said they believed. That they saw him again, believed, brother, believed he was uh, crucified. That this is this is this is all. Most scholars agree to that. So you can you can throw out even most scholars agree with that. Most scholars agree in the field of study that the Exodus didn't happen. If you don't have no Exodus, there's no religion. If you throw out the the Old Testament and even if you throw out the, the the Bible and he and one another thing that that um, Bart Ehrman will attest to is that the New Testament I got his I got his books I got Bart Ehrman's books uh the historic historicity of Jesus Christ or Jesus in history but what he says is this he says um the New Testament can be his it is a historical book you know what I'm saying. So he, he he attributes. I mean, he he attests to the to the to the uh, to the New Testament being historically accurate. So when you look at the, the historic, you can throw out the Old Testament and you can throw out the stories and and all the the Red Sea split. And you can you can throw all that out, but you cannot throw out the fact that. Hold on, there. so we gonna throw out the Red Sea? I thought the Red Sea happened. Why would you throw something out of your Bible? <laughs> if you believe it's your Bible. I, I don't get that. Oh man, these people. He says that the New Testament is a historical book. Jesus walked this earth, and there's a there's there's evidence of a resurrection. There's he said that Brad Urban believed that the book is, is. Why did he do a debate? Is the is the New Testament reliable in history? If that's the case, why did he do a debate and say on the side that it's not reliable? These guys don't make no sense, man. But I want you to hear something that you tell a story you told. The disciples seeing Jesus, Jesus again. Now, now after that, there's a whole bunch of different theories of what they thought hypnosis and all this spoon the spoon theory and all this other stuff. But Christianity's foundation is upon the resurrection. We're founded on the resurrection. We're founded on the crucifixion, the uh, Christ crucified, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They cannot deny that. So, so. You can you can throw all the all the stones at the at the at the how the how the how the how the uh, the Bible was transmitted and everything else through the textual critics' eyes, but then there's a lot of there's a lot of other things that that come with that too because you got other biblical scholars who will will, will who will um, defend that. All right, um, hold on a second. There's a part that I want. I'm not even going to get into him. I just want to get into um what Bereen saying. Hold on one second. Him back to court and said we're gonna give you 30 years back. So they gave him a 
shooting a man eight times. And they gave him 65 years to sentence you. They want to live how they want to live. They want to move how they want to move. They don't want accountability. You know what I'm saying? And as far as as far as being enslaved in the mind, man, look. You know, you know, um, polite. I hear this all the time. One of the reasons why we don't want to believe in the, the the Hebrew God or the Christian God because we want to do our own thing. We don't want to live by no rules and laws. Um, I, I I don't know about you, but I've never smoked in my life. Me neither. Never smoked. I don't drink. I've never had alcohol or cigarettes in my life. This is why when I was in the Nation of Islam, they have like some restricted laws. There's nothing on the restricted laws that apply to me at the time it didn't because everything law that they have i wasn't doing so i didn't need a bible or a quran or a new testament or whatever to know that i was living right my parents just raised me right but at the end of the day they didn't raise me from smoking or drinking because my dad was a drinker although i never saw him drink i heard he was a drinker but um he never brought it around me but the point is what life is he talking about i don't want the i don't want your christianity because your christianity came from the white man that's the first problem. And I refuse to worship the same God the slave master worshipped. Why we can't see that? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead on that play. Listen, I hear the most popular thing from people is if it makes you better, then just let them have it. I don't like that stupidness because that's just not true. We may accredit uh, doctrines for making us better, but ultimately is you as the human, you decide to become better and you find whatever outlet. No, hold on real quick. Can you stop that? That's your, that's your joint? No, that's hold, on. That's hold on real quick. Yeah. Right. Is that your phone? <clears throat> that shit is like mad love. Yeah, my bad, bro. My apologies. You did? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, my brother. I'm here. All right. Yeah, so I know a lot of times people say if it's making them a better person, then, then go on with it. Well, what are we talking about as far as being better people? You talking about not drinking? You talking about not smoking? You talking about not killing? These are decisions that you're going to make as a person no matter what. And if you surround yourself by positive people, it's likely to happen that you're going to become positive yourself. It just happens. And if you choose not to be positive, that's what you chose to make yourself. We like to accredit religion for this development of the human mind and psychology and for the better good. But at the end of the day, you know, the Hebrews would say, um, Marcus Garvey believed in God, da, da, da. And look what he did. And I say, well, Let's just really consider this. Or, or people say such and such was a Muslim because all these religious people like to point at different people that we love in the conscious community. Mm -hmm. And I say, at the end of the day, Garvey was amazing, but he made subscriptions to Catholicism. Dr. King was amazing in his own right, and he made subscriptions to Christianity. And Malcolm X and Elijah Muhammad was amazing in their own rights, and they made subscriptions to Islam. So what can be taken from this? At the end of the day, people are going to be good because they have it innate in them to be good. The religions obviously uh, mold some of their views, but as far as being good people, religion doesn't have much to do with that. That's a decision that we make ourselves because we can find good people in every damn religion. 
So the moral of the story is obviously the religion ain't necessarily making these people good. That's the way I have to render on the end result of so-called good people. So no, I don't buy into the fact you need religion to become better. I don't need religion to help me stop smoking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or stop drinking. I've never, I've, never, I've never smoked in my life. And I was born, I born in, most of my life was in, well, not most of my life now, because I've lived here for so many years, but I grew up in Jamaica. I don't smoke. I don't I drink As a matter of fact, because of my Christian upbringing, I don't even play the lotto because I'm against gambling. So I said, I can't play the lotto. I'm serious. People will say, yo, can you play some numbers for me? I'll make every excuse not to do it for them. That's how inbreded the Christianity is still in me today. Shout hey, out to I don't, I don't play lotto because I don't want to gamble because I like to be calculative. So yeah, see, yeah. And, and yeah. that's what I, made, I made money in my religion, so I don't gamble either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes we gamble in life, right? We hire life. Yeah, man, I see brother Dr. Eric Mason in the building, man. As, as I said, I, I respect the brothers and sisters because I know what it is to get a PhD. The reason why I say petty Christians, for those who are watching who are Christians, Unk's channel was flagged because he uploaded the debate. Wow. That is petty. That's what they doing. That's petty. Damn, How bro. do you flag the channel? We're promoting, we're, we're part of a community you claim we're a part of, and we put the video up. Why would you flag the video, though? Who flagged the video? Do you know? I, 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 Uncle would have to come on and, and, and be a witness to it. He's the one that did it. Because when it gets flagged, they normally tell you who. Hopefully, a person is an anonymous. Crazy. And, and, and by the way, when I heard somebody that, that, that should have been a phone call so we don't jeopardize the channel at the very least, even if it's something that they didn't want to share, should have been a phone call. Yeah, it should have been sending a little text or whatever. I mean, I, mean, I know real black atheists on fire. Maybe that they, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want this channel. Get out of here. We're gonna strike this dude. Maybe they didn't know it was him. But um, that is Ong's channel. And they no, you know what? They could have looked on the channel and see the, the, the videos on it because they watch him. So they should know that that is Ong's channel. So at the end of the day, why flag the channel? And by the way, to correct something about the consensus, the consensus of New Testament scholars, remember, New Testament scholars, is that a Jesus existed. But there's two things that they agree on about the life of Jesus. One, he was crucified. And two, he was baptized by John the Baptist. That is universally accepted that Jesus was, that was done or that is real. Now, bear in mind that separates the ascension, that separates the miracles, the virgin birth, the ascension to heaven, the resurrection. Those things are debatable and people are coming up with theories and trying to make, I don't know no man that has died that has ever resurrected in my lifetime. I remember in Steven Seagal's movie, when he was there with the Jamaicans, with him kill, um, Screwface. I don't know if you ever watched that movie. It's yeah. Screwface. And Screwface had a twin brother. So when Screwface's twin brother came, they all like him resurrect. Screwface is back. All the resurrection of record, family. <laughs> but come on, family. It's a faith thing. It's all about faith. That's why I asked the question yesterday. Is Jesus of faith? Can you separate Jesus of faith from history? You can't. So the Jesus of faith is not a real person. So I will say Jesus is not real because human beings don't do those things. 
Don't it don't happen. Miracles, those type of miracles don't happen. That's how they wrote in the Mediterranean. Come on, that's how they did it. What happened? SSO real, not me. They flagged Ong's channel. They flagged the video down. Hey man, I just want to say that. Um, matter of fact, let me call Ong live so he could tell y'all. I ain't got time for nobody questioning my integrity right now if I'm telling the truth. Ong called me, right? Ong called me and said, yo, Garfield, look at my channel if you see my video. I'm like, that's your channel. Why you can't see your own video? He gonna tell me the video is not there. I said, why? Why is the video not there, Ong? I don't know, bro. Let me reset. Gotcha. I just want to say to the people out there again, probably still still my ace, man. He's cool. But I just grew up thinking about Sinetta because these conversations and these talks would not have even transpired had it not been for Sinetta. And to my knowledge, you don't even got the rights to any footage or any video or anything. Sinetta got cut out the damn deal. So I, I can't rock with that. Yeah, he going to call me back. He going to call me back. Yeah, so Sinetta got cut out the deal. I can't, I can't rock with that whole situation that took place because God put it together. Shah introduced the idea alongside Chris Boussard, who said, "This is who we want to debate." So how the hell Shah winds up not in it? I ain't in it. Uh, Garfield. <laughs> even we even had uh, uh, Doctor Ma. Ma hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna respect the doctor right now, right? He said not, part of it. not fella. All right, Doctor Mason. If you have the time, beloved, I know you're a busy brother. You have a ministry. You have a family. The link is in the chat. If you want to come and give your side right now, I'll give you the opportunity to voice whatever you're saying. Hey, who, who's All that right. you talking about, Garfield? Um, Dr. Eric Mason. He's the guy that actually hosted the debate with um with, with Jabari and Vince Matt too. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be a part of. <laughs> Yo, they be ducking. Oh man, that that that. I, I, see, a lot of folks, yeah. a lot of folks gotta realize I'm this. Some, I'm some ducking as Christians, man. They be ducking. You know what <laughs> They be ducking, man. And now, now I see what they up to. That was well. Hey, hey, it's our fault because we slipped through the cracks. I'll say that. But that was some clever stuff that they pulled, extracting one of us out the group because they know we did the team debate. Or if we would have moved a certain, that's, it's all about compatibility. It's all about chemistry. You feel what I'm saying? I they they picked brother Jabari. Because everybody else wasn't going to move outside the auspice of Brother Sa. Right. And who that is, we didn't move. That's the proof. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Brother Jabari, man, I love you. That was wild. But I love you saying, you know what I'm saying? I can't speak for everybody else. I definitely know Uncle probably got a different sense of it. Still love you the same. But I feel like them Christians hoodwinked you and tricked you into, you know, uh, Going um, against the camp, man. Going against the home team, man. You know, there's a way to do it. And like I said, I'm not sour at all because when I fell back, I gave you a call, right, Garfield? I said, yeah, yo, I just want you gave me that. Oh, hold up. That's the issue, too. Integrity. You said, Garfield, it's me, you, and Jabari. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm about to call Jabari, and I'm going to tell you, I'm yep. back from the debate. As a man to a man, this is the reason why A, B, and C. Facts. And I called Jabari and said the same thing. I said, Look, if he, if you did that as a, as a, as a, um, as a preface to the whole situation of, of, of you leaving, why couldn't he you do the same thing? 
he has he's supposed hey, to do if, polite, if that's your narrative okay fellas um but i want to know what is it that we're saying that is not true nah, nah, doctor, let me say this to dr eric when i say that y'all ducking that's 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 competitive debate talk so i just wanted to know i don't mean no immediate disrespect to him because i don't know him immediately and even if i did know something from what i've seen i mean he made a video and, and, and called me out he didn't call my name but he was talking about me i knew he was talking about me <laughs> me and Uncle watching the video he's like oh man i just hope you don't have a heart attack the way he's pumping so hard in the video me and uncle yeah. laughing. And, and, so, and Dr. Eric was talking about some information that I said, right? And I thought it was cool what he was saying, not whether I agree or disagree. But I think he's a well-mannered dude, and I think he's a good dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't got no problems with Dr. Eric Mason. I ain't got no problem with Dr. Yeah, I don't have no problem with anybody in the Christian community. What I do have a problem with is that a narrative is being pushed that a yeah. man is going to save us, and allegedly... You guys are worshiping the same God as the same slave man, and the lineage of how you got the religion from the white man. So whether you have a derivative of that religion, whether you have a a, a, a now a different part of that religion, you're still following the slave master's religion. And I could prove it. I could prove it because I could. I, we could one go to DNA. We're all connected to Western Central Africa. We're not connected to North Africa. Rome did not bring religion to West Africa. The Muslims brought religion to West Africa. We know this first. And then after that, the Christians through colonization, the Jews and, 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 and the Christians came. But you are following, you're a descendant of those people that were enslaved Africans. And if you, you are claiming that you come from North Africa, I apologize. If you got to America from North Africa or from, um, <laughs> if you, got, you came to America from Egypt, Mr. Eric Mason, sir, I apologize. I'm wrong. Hey, when hey, listen. Every Christian, never your religion. You are from Western Central Africa. You, you, that's not your religion. You're either Muslim or you're following the African system. And we were there for the whole time period, over 14, 15,000 years in West Africa. The type of genetics that we have shows we've been in West Africa longer than there was even at Israel. And you descend from that. So that's not you. But go ahead, brother. Uh, I was looking at people. You people are infatuated with the church. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is always a response. Never know facts. Uh, I haven't even spoken about the church in quite some time. So enough with the crying. Just, just present facts. People are always complaining about everything else but the facts. Complain that we're not using facts and present your facts. Oh, and so for, for Brother Eric, like I said, I don't know him personally, so I'm keeping everything above the waist. I just feel whether it's him immediately, definitely Chris, I'm calling your behind Hold out, on. Chris. Definitely you, Chris. Uh, you, you, you did something slick and you did it to the better good of your community. By making sure you avoided that work. You guys avoided that serious work, man. Yeah. Hey, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. he gotta go. Hold on one second. Don't mean to cut your wisdom. Um Who's that? was your channel flagged, brother? Yeah. Uh-huh. Who flagged your yeah. channel, beloved? Uh the the, the, the Christians. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, you know, me and Chris and them, we trying to work it out right now, man. So I'm pretty sure Chris going to be a man of his word and have the right man. Like, you know, we I asked him first. He said he didn't give me a definitive answer, but 
his response was, well, you know, we got the part one going up. So I'm pretty sure we were, I think that's just a misstep. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. But well, I, I would never um, try um, to use it. Um, 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 uh, Christian seeing his show on the real black atheist on fire. You don't think that's shot up a red flag in the head? And they yeah, said, um, yeah, no. channel. Because if they really wanted to know whose channel it is, they could have watched the videos. It's all you. Hey, hey, um, yeah, well, after the Jabari I mean, debacle. Hold on, Polite. He can't, he can't hear you, Polite. He can't hear you. Well, go ahead, Uncle. Oh, okay. I'm saying that basically was for our community, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it's not for me with those channels. So, I mean, I put all the information in there the same way they had it. I didn't change the channel. I mean, didn't change none of that. You know, mm -hmm. the, the, everything was in order. Gave him credit. Everything was above board. I asked Chris first. Uh, he claimed I, he didn't really give me a response, but he did. He responded with, okay, that's just part one. So I'm thinking, we Gucci. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I don't think they all on the same accord with that. So we're, I'm pretty sure we worked that out. They'll take their strike back because they're good Christians and the Christians will be about their word and they seen the word no matter what. Good luck. Yeah, because yeah, I'll bang on that for a year straight. You know how I get that. So, <laughs> That's why, no, when doc, Dr. Eric Mason was in the chat a while ago and he's saying that mm -hmm. we was talking about the debate and he's like, that's not true. And I sent the link. He said he had to go into a meeting. You know, I believe him. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, but <laughs> what's that? that's the, that's what I was trying to find out. So I sent him the link to, so he could come on, but he wasn't available. But he said that's what, that's not true about what we said about the debate as far as um how certain things went down and they, you know they they did what they had to do. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't know. It was man. true. No, it was it was true. They they cut the back deal without letting nobody know. No matter what, it always boils down to that. It always boils down to y'all left us out the equation. No matter what, bro. I'm, I'm saying like, keep the spirit, right? Because don't nobody bang harder than we bang. Polite effect, we bang hard. We ain't banging on that. Oh. And so we did, polite, no, we did have something set up. It wasn't on the contract because we meant our honor and meant of our word. And, they, and the conditions changed and they changed it. And they just didn't let us know. That's what happened. Jabari has the first responsibility to let us know. But Chris and them have the second responsibility to let us know. They don't have to. I never expect them to respect a real black atheist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I never expect that out of nobody. I get it. But I do expect them to say, well, this is what it was. We wouldn't have been mad at that. Yeah. But they didn't. And they, they didn't necessarily have to do that. But Jabari had a responsibility, though. He did. But his priesthood wouldn't allow him to do it. I get it. I'm not mad. <laughs> yeah, All right, man. Hey, I'm going to let you go, man. Because I'm polite. You can't hear polite. So I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm great. I'm great. Get. Uh, get on the link. Get All right, cool. No problem, man. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask Polite if that's okay. Polite, it's okay. Thumbs, come on. <laughs> no, that's a deal. Okay, cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> come on, Ank. Whatever you're ready, bro. Whatever. You're ready. Yeah, tell her yet, man. Tell her yet. Get on. Bennett was complaining. Craziness. I mean, like it's crazy right now, man. Pastor Bennett, man. All I gotta say to Pastor Bennett, man. Come on, man. Hey, uh, H. Uh, Garfield. Yeah. Tell, tell me, if you if we're talking about doing some blockbuster, what could be more blockbuster right now than the black church versus the black conscious community? Exactly. Come on, we know that's what it's really about. Exactly. Don't, don't isolate. Don't isolate the team players. Exactly. Put it together. Exactly. Chris, when Chris first came, he said, "Yo, I got a bunch of pastors that's ready. We tired of what y'all talking about. We need to put it to an end. Y'all keep saying all these different things about Christianity and it's not black and all this." So what happened to all of that? Where's that at? Keep that same energy, Chris. Remember, this is love. I, I don't have nothing disrespectful to say to Chris. 
But what I'm going to say is, y'all tuck tail. Because you know damn well what this was supposed to be about. It was supposed to be the black church versus the black conscious community. Let's not uh, pussyfoot about it. Let's not dance on the tulips about it. We don't want it to sound like it's, it's war. And Nah, listen, it is war. Because we don't give a damn about what the black church has to say in 2019. I'm going to say it on behalf of my good brother. We know that they're full of it. We know that y'all are, y'all are sending lies to every household in the community. We know this. The neighborhoods that fail the most in society have the most focus. Per square mile. Look at what look at the state and condition of Jamaica. They they got the most churches per square mile. Hold up. What they gotta ask you though. Hold up, hold up, hold up. They got the most bars. They got the most bars per square mile too. So you come out of church and get a drink. So they got it. That's that's Jesus' blood they drink. I mean my country, man. But y'all family. And you know what they're gonna say? It's not the right Christianity they practice. They need to practice the no, right. There is no right Christianity because there is no. If we, if I'm a, I said this uh, on my last Instagram post, and I'm gonna say it right here. I do believe in the Christian God. I believe in the white man's Christian God because he delivers oppression on their behalf. I don't believe in a black man's Christian God. I believe in that white man's Christian God. It's <laughs> fucking work. Okay, and it's still working to this day, whether it's police brutality, whether it's slavery, whether it's the miseducation of the Negro or the black person, how do you call it? The white man's Christian God has been prevalent. And what I'm saying is we got to get back into our own system of worship and spirituality in order for us to leverage the benefits of it towards our freedom. We keep confiding in crazy gods, these scoop gods, anonymous gods, we're never going to have freedom. We're never going to have salvation. It's a fact. And we keep spooking out and confiding in these gods that were constructed specifically for other people. That's why other people are empowered by this narrative. Mm-hmm. It only can make sense. Just like food, right? We can't break down potatoes in the same manner genetically as other races. Okay, it's been proven. Not every black person has a problem with it, but as the qualifier for what makes you black, a lesser percentage of us are able to break down white potatoes the way other races are able to break it down. And if we keep going on forward with the with the knowledge, well, there is lactose. It doesn't matter because we got X amount of lactase in us that contrasts to the amount in other human beings, which makes it more harder for us to break down disaccharides. Or, or double doses of sugar or very large sugar molecules because the enzyme lactase has to break down lactose and you only design with X amount of them per black person, which contrasts to other races. Why am I saying this? The same way it's hard for us to digest certain foods as black people, we gotta look at the religions like a food as well. We're not the same. Okay, people, oh, we just all bleed the same blood. In fact, we don't bleed the same blood. So stop that craziness. It's hard for us to digest an information that wasn't designed for us. That's the moral of the story. That's the analogy I'm making. When you are of a certain ethnic group or stock, you cannot just break down anything that's given to you. Just like food, the knowledge is the same way. If we look at a computer, computers have operating systems. Okay, you can't just, uh, you can't, have something work for 
one operating system and think that your computer is just going to accept it. Now, there are some occasions where you can partition the hard drive and you got parallels and you can use Windows and you can use a Macintosh uh, application. That's cool. That happens. And, and I believe black people and, and to some extent have learned to uh, partition their hard drive and accept new information. And that has worked to our disadvantage because now we're confused as fuck. We got to understand not all information is good information. We have to learn how to go through a vetting process. And, and I mean, common sense. We really ain't got to do no scholarship, honestly. We could just ask, did God take off during the trans-Sub-Saharan slave trade that went over 1,200 years, when we was being double castrated and the Arab taught the white man how to fucking mutilate us? That's a fact. But no one wants to talk about the trans-Sub-Saharan slave trade. No one wants to talk about that. That's why the Arabs, that's why so many mulattoes over there in Africa that you're calling pale Arabs because when they made us eunuchs or they double castrated us, they was out there raping the black woman galore, not entitling our own black men to their own women. And that's why you got all those people that, that kind of got big noses and the coolie hair, we calling them Arabs. That's a product of that forced miscegenation. That's a product of that genocide by genetics, facts by them raping us for so many damn years and making sure we didn't have a penis to do nothing, no type of work with. This is a fact. Now we go to the 400 plus years of servitude by the white man. And I got to ask, did God take off another 400 years? But the only thing that you can do is put us in an abusive relationship with God. You see a woman that's in an abusive relationship, she could get abused for so long that she start to contemplate if the abuse is qualified because she probably did something wrong. And we are in that kind of abusive relationship with God. No matter how much punishment we endure, you Negroes gonna turn around and say, black people did something wrong to deserve this craziness. And then so long as you keep thinking that, we're gonna continue to be punished by this white man and everybody else that wanna take turns abusing our people. Because you can't just sit here and, and, and accept abuse for so long until you start realizing, you know what, maybe I did do something wrong. That's the realization a lot of you have come to. A lot of you have come to the conclusion that maybe black people have done something wrong because we keep being abused so long. The only thing we've done wrong was accepted foreign cultures and foreign ideas as our very own. That's called an acculturation process. So now our children are being born subject to truths that by default they feel are, are natural, but they never take into consideration. These truths have only been at our disposal on account to us going through an acculturation process. As Africans of the diaspora, we only know this information because it's the only information that's been available to us until someone pulls the wool from over our eyes and say, yo fam, what was we doing prior to Christianity? What was we doing prior to Islam? I mean, we could go to, into Africa. We, we can learn about the, the Igbo, the Hausa, <clears throat> the Yoruba, and we'll see Judaism. We'll see Christianity. We'll see Islam. This is a goddamn fact. You go on Igbo right now, the Igbo culture, they got a, they got a god named Allah, who's a womb deity. This is a fact. This ain't nothing new. If you study what we were doing prior to being introduced and, and, and having these doctrines forcibly imposed upon us, you will see the deviations, you will see the perversions, and you will understand the psychology behind why it's hard for us to function under their religious paradigms. It is easier for people of, that are of non-Black descent to make subscriptions to those doctrines because psychologically, they're inclined to that kind of theology. And our theology, in our concepts, we had male and female run concurrent. In their theology, you have man is made first and then woman. And ours is brothers and sisters, is twins, 
this is breaking it down on a, on a, on a biological scale. We can say, okay, we're talking about mitosis. Mm-hmm. On, on their scale, they talk about meiosis. They're always opposing views to how we think, because we think differently. When you attempt to digest the potato starch of religion, it is going to be hard for you to break it down or make it work for you the same way the fucking real potato is. That's what I'm saying to you. Black people just can't be digesting anything just because it's fed to you. Just because a white man feed it to you don't mean that it's good. I mean, I just use my common sense with this. I want to go into the, to the whole dialect continuum and uh, harmonious morphological cults, okay, and asymmetrical intelligibility and mutual intelligibility. Because when we're doing that, then they say like using too much big words because I want to do a comparative linguistic study to get to the root of this chaos. Because anytime you start to study the language, you start to get to the truth. And we can find out all the BS. Because if the Quran is the Quran, and God gave, or Allah gave us the Quran, right, in this beautiful and perfect language called Arabic, then we shouldn't have no Greek and French words in there. Salat wouldn't be a French word. Easter wouldn't be a Greek word. Right. You feel what I'm saying? If this was the case. And in fact, Arabic didn't even evolve until 60 years after the Quran was completed. And before that time, they called it Karshuni. And Karshuni is when you borrow letters from other people's languages because your language isn't fully evolved either. Okay, so it was written in Karshuni and it borrowed the information from the Syriac community. Okay, so this is this is just, when you study language, it's all good, but since that's over a lot of people's heads and people want to say, oh, you just use the big words to, to pass your points, never mind even looking up the words and seeing the validity of anything that I'm saying, we'll move away from those big words. We'll move away from it. Okay, because you Muslims are Christians. Okay, rebellious Christians. That's all you guys are. <laughs> hey, hey Polite, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's, what's up, on, man? How y'all doing, man? Okay. Um, I think he, I, I think, man, Garfield just start bringing out the guns now. So, all right, we know what it is. We've been in the cultural war for the last two thousand years when we deal with Christianity. So they've been banging on us for two thousand years. Now they making us rub up the damn engines. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna rub up the engines. But absolutely, yo, we need to start recognizing that it is a cultural war. We are a war. We had an intellectual war. For the hearts and minds of our people, let them know, man. Humanity been around for at least 300,000 years, you know, anthropological studies, you know what I'm saying? Paleontology, you feel me? Uh, clearly proves when Homo sapiens sapiens arrived with his own brand of spirituality. So you're not going to tell me that 2,000 years ago that all of a sudden God sent the sun. So they got to prove some things with me, Polite and Brother Garfield. Show me that Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead. If you can prove that, then you got something. Show me that Moses split the red sea if you can prove that then you got something show me that jesus christ resurrected people in the bible you know what i'm saying went to the cave and raised lazarus if you can prove that then you got something show me that paul resurrected somebody from the dead show me that resurrection is exclusive strictly to the bible if you can do that then you got something if you can't do that you got to listen like everybody else and it points to the point of they're just arrogant they're arrogant in their approach to human beings because they say they got the god 300,000 years later. I'm not buying it and I'm not going for it. I'm not going for it because we don't got to go for it. We're smart, we're intelligent people. You can't be woke and still be a damn Christian. This Impossibility. Is Impossibility. You know, we, we laugh at stuff like that, Garfield Polite. I'm woke, but yet you're a Christian? You mean you don't? You haven't developed a personal God? That's all human beings do. They develop personal ideas based around their culture. That's what we do. And I'm saying we got heart. We can develop our own system economically. You know what I'm saying? That's what y'all deal with economics. We can deal with our own systems. We can put together our own ideas that will help us fight 
the aggression towards us and you're a funny guy polite you say man you subscribe to the white man God. i believe you're right well. you're He's right well. because the white man god says since it is a god and they saying it's a god then the white man god is winning they went straight into africa and destroyed all of those evil african empires you feeling me right. like it's either god or something else to play so i don't want to talk to them because i know you shining right now brother nah, nah. And i like the way you're shining Feel me? So, I, I mean, you know, the point is very clear and very accurate, man. Bubba Bereen, let's get this straight. Bereen and them is a whole different group. I'm not even going to crunch them all together right now. I'm going to call them Team Heretic. So from this point going forward, Bereen and them is Team Heretic because they made it their own Christianity. Yeah. Okay, Bereen? Bereen and, 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 the, and the four brothers is on there and the sister, y'all all heretics. Y'all come up with your own brand of Christianity. Got you. Now you've been mocked. you straight. Since we Satan. See, all of a sudden, the African culture becomes Satan. Yeah. I find it to be very, very interesting. Yeah. They hate I, I find it to be very, we Satan now. You know you Satan, like, hey, Godfrey, you know you Satan. So they use those words, they use those words when they're unable to deal with the information now. Because yeah. they late to the party. But how long we've been doing this? They late to the party. I'm glad now that they're gonna have to show their sources. They're gonna die at the. Nah, we say bro. the pseudos die at their sources. Cause when they show up, they say they got the wrong address and they talk. They tuck tail and all that again. Because this is supposed to be the black conscious community versus black church. Really, the black church versus the black conscious community. We got to put it that way because they the ones that called this out and somehow they done reduced it to an individual who caters more to their mold. As far as undergoing the diatribe, because that point is important. Bro. You huh? Repeat what you just said, because that's the important point. Somebody that's fixed to their mode or whatever you said, they're closer. Yeah, what Jabari, Jabari has How can I? I hold up, polite. How can ahead. I go to a right? I'm debating polite. Polite is a is a born again Christian evangelical going around saying Jesus saves. Yeah. Being polite debate. I'm on my channel being anti-Christian science, being anti-Abrahamic faith, Islam, Judaism, Christianity. And I go go to polite and say, Oh, um, at the end, oh, pray for me. What, what do I look like? Like, really now? Come on, come on. What do I look like? To respond or to even say that and i'm here bashing 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 then they like to say oh the christian community has done a lot black people have done a lot in 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 what we were set up with here in america's or in the caribbean we was whipped we couldn't even read at one time it was illegal to read and they finally gave us a book they gave us a half a book hey let me, let me say this real quick garfield mm -hmm. because we have a, a a person who's saying we're mad that we didn't get that bag which is referring to money uh, first of all, from what I'm told, Jabari didn't get paid nothing. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. That's what I heard he got paid. That's what I heard. Oh, I'm not, I'm not upset that uh, versus a man who got nothing or a little something. I'm upset about the facts of the matter because first of all, if it, if it was about taking any dollar amount, I would have never fell back from doing the debate and saying, yo, brothers, I'm going to fall back. I would have been a savage and said, I'm going to take whatever I can get. So no, it ain't about that. Right now, I'm vehemently calling out the Christian community because I feel that they did something uh, that was very disingenuous because 
You came in talking about you want to get at the community and you want to shut us down for all of our rhetoric, as you would say. And you got all these pastors lined up and y'all know who we are and you want to come after us. And then you turn around and you pick the most religiously orientated amongst us and, and, and get him in a separate agreement privately. And all I'm saying is that speaks to one major narrative that you guys be ducking. That's all. I mean, we can have whatever gripes we have with our brother Jabari. That's my brother at the end of the day. I, I don't got nothing negative to say about the brother. What I'm saying to you is I'm still looking at the Christian because that's the focal point. The focal point is, are you guys going to do the black conscious community or black nationalistic community versus the Christian church? Or are you guys so damn soft? Because that's what I know what it come down to. You guys are soft as hell. So you're sitting back there saying, I mean, we could we could do the debate now. I could do a debate without cursing. Everyone knows that. But I think that you Christian brothers are giving rise and perpetuating the same stigma, okay? The, the same speculations we have about you guys being very soft. I believe these brothers avoided myself. I believe they avoided everyone else in this camp because Jabari is the most passive amongst us all. I ain't say the most uneducated, I said the most passive. And I believe that just our level of aggression coupled with the truth would be enough to have people turn their heads and say, man, this is trash information. And I believe they don't want the alpha male in there and they damn sure don't want the sigma male in there. Y'all don't want a sigma male in there to go in there and tear things up, tear up that doctrine without using vulgarity, mind you, because that we don't have to do. We don't have to use vulgarity and we don't have to do personal attacks to prove our point. We're better than that. But you guys are shook when it comes to the black nationalistic disposition. You guys are shook when it comes to this level of aggression and zeal towards the knowledge, because you know we got both. We got the passion, we got the conviction, and we got the knowledge. And you know our people will leave edified and we'll never look back at Christianity again. And we can use some of your best people as a damn example. So your best people have been ducking this debate for years. And now I'm saying for the record, I'm saying for the record, if you got the heart, like you suggested you did when Chris first presented this information, let one of you pastors or two of you pastors finally come out and, and, and have something to say in regards to Christianity being the religion of black people. Because I'm gonna say it for the record right now. Christianity, Christianity is not only a farce, it was leveraged to help incapacitate our people. That's what I'm gonna tell you. Christianity is a goddamn lie. And it's one of the worst things on planet earth when it comes to black people, and one of the best things on planet earth when it comes to white people. That is a fact. Only a white man can truly benefit from Christianity. And only a black man on placebo or black woman on placebo can believe that Christianity is for them. Because when you take a pill or placebo, we find out when you lie to people enough about what a pill can do for you, their own belief that that pill is legitimate may make them inclined to actually be healed. And scientific uh, studies show the placebo effect. But just like you got the placebo, you got the nocebo. Okay? You got two of these types joints now. 
<laughs> okay, this is how it really gets. So I liken the great Christian man and Christian woman to taking the religious placebo called Christianity, where you are healed by your own admission, but you render the results of the same onto the actual religion because you don't bear witness to your own potential and your own power. But at some point or the other, you cannot just live off these sugar pills. At some point or the other, the luck runs out and you can't just deal with faith, you gotta deal with actual facts. And that's where we come in. So the placebo helped us somewhere along the line. The placebo of Islam and the placebo of Christianity has helped us somewhere along the line when we didn't have internet access, when we couldn't download PDF files, when, when libraries weren't accessible and they used to change the damn Bible to the church. The placebo was in effect. And we found our way to be healed through faith and faith alone. But now you're a jackass if you're trying to live off of faith alone in 2019, in the age of Aquarius, during the information era. You sound silly. Placebo runs out. And today our people have to realize it's just a pill filled with sugar and empty promises. That's what's going on today, family. Mm -hmm. All facts. So yeah. we riding against the black church. The black yeah, church, I think, um, did not intentionally mean to be the enemy of our people because we know our people have great intentions for our people. So I'll never take that away from you. But if it is what it is, I mean, you got God by your side. We ain't got God by our side. You got God by your side. So why would you be afraid to stand on God? God will endow you with a spirit in the middle of this scholarship. And make sure that we look like fools when we get out of there. God would never allow a man of God or men of God to stand before the presence of the disbelievers, the heathens, and, and lose. Hey, last night, man, I'm watching the Knicks game and they played San Antonio. And San Antonio had him down by 17. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm like, man, all of who's praying for the Knicks. But the Knicks came back. And like, and all of a sudden they lost in the fourth quarter. They messed up. <laughs> People praying on the different sides. Who did Jesus or God respond to to make them win? But let, yeah. let, let me say, let me say this, family. Yesterday I called a Christian church like a Masonic group. Not that they are, but it's like a secret society. So you have the, the Baptists, you got the Methodists. And you got all these people and they, they they have a conglomerate. It's a business like a pyramid scheme and you donate money to your church and they give it. They have different things that they do. They donate to different organizations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I appreciate the church for helping out in every situation that they do. If they, if they feed the homeless, I have a picture on my timeline. People got mad with me because I said, hey, we got to thank the church for doing their job. They doing their job because they have the money. That's but right. a couple of things we don't hear they talk about. One, the membership of the churches are going down. And what happened is they, they need to fish more. So they see the conscious community as removing people from the church. So there is a root to the debate. They yeah. see the members dwindling. 25% of the people in America are now agnostic, atheists, or non-believers in your Bible. White, black, red, blue, orange, whatever they are. So that means the number is reducing. So what does that do for the money in your church, by the way? So now your church uh -oh. doesn't have as much money. Uh-oh. And, and 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 things are going bad. So now you need to start recruiting. 
This is what ISUPK did. They were master at recruiting, man. You remember when they came out? Uh, General Lehana came out and said, oh, Dr. Ben is a spy. He used to work for the UN. Never provided one piece of evidence. Yeah. One piece of evidence. But because they're losing membership, they need a new way because people are waking up. All these brothers that used to be on the videos with you and Tazaria, they're not around it no more. Why? They left. Hey, Brother Garfield, watch this. It wouldn't matter if it's ISUPK coming to... Uh, the victims of Bambada's aid is political, okay? When matter if it's the Nation of Islam and suddenly they were the closest friends to Brother Nipsey and supporting him the whole time, it's political. This is what the religious groups do. They either find a target mm -hmm. to demonstrate against or demonstrate on behalf of, okay? And it's always mm -hmm. very spontaneous. I want, I want you to answer to this, uh, Brother Garfield, because this is the type of response I'm always talking about. They don't give you facts. As we en route to the next, to the 600 people that's here early in the morning for breakfast with us. I didn't even notice when people come out for breakfast. Okay, <laughs> when it comes to knowledge. They out here. It's 45, uh, this person's uh, Malak Emmeth says, you will die one day. This is in response to everything that I just spewed against Christian churches, right? He said, you will die one day and you will not escape what comes next. So, time me out, block me. I can give a flying moose. You will not escape. <laughs> so these guys are oh, always coming for you, man. He coming for you. <laughs> hey, why do, why do so many Christians always threaten you with death or the afterlife? Like they went there and they came back and they got a revelation to tell you. When that's just more rhetoric that they read out the book. Why is their response always God is going to kill you? You're going to go to hell. Or oh, watch, you're gonna die one day, you gotta answer that. What do you think? Why do you think our people respond like that still to this very day? What's causing that? Hey, let me tell you something right now. They have a game plan that's yeah. better than any game plan in the history of the in the last two, three thousand years. Check it out. Now, I have a man that I have a book about, and if you believe in him and get baptized in his name, you polite when you die could return after you die. No mm. other religion in the history of man taught that. They might say your energy or your spirit might come back, but nobody said that you polite that's looking in the mirror right now, you same, this dude right here, this is why they don't like cremation, because they think if they cremate their body, they can't come back. So the Christian, the Christian community wants you to believe that you're going to physically come back to life because, you <laughs> bro, that's the best game in town. Until you come up with a better game, yo, man, even if I'm wrong, man, it's okay. I'm still going to live by Jesus anyway, even if I'm wrong. They got you, bro. All they want you to do is hear that teachings and they got you because they're like, oh, aren't you worried about when you die and the afterlife? Because that's man's biggest problem. They don't know what happened after you die. So instead, we're going to let the people believe that they're going to come back. Even though Jesus lied a couple of times. I got to bring up these scriptures, by the way. I talked about it yesterday. And by the way, if I joke and say in Jesus' name, Sister E, on, on Brother Barry. <laughs> come on, you can't have a joke. Oh, Jesus. Listen, man. If you Listen, Jesus ain't got no power. No power. I'm going to tell you all right now. Look at this. I told her story. This was my days in the nation of Islam. Left that, was more into um, conscious community stuff and studying Christianity, studying history and everything. 
My father died 2000, August 10th, August 15th. My mother died August 2001, August 10th. My sister died August 2006, August 13th. Now ask yourself this, what is it about August that Jesus don't like about my family? Mm. What is it about August that they don't like? My dad was a Christian. He was a believer. My mom died in a car accident on her way to a wedding. And, and, and my sister died of cancer in um, 2006. In the, so August 10th, 13th, and 15th are emotional days for me. I said to, I said to, the, um, to, um, to, the, wow. to everybody that's listening, they, if they lived a good life, I'm not seeing them again ever again. This Jesus or whatever you guys are pushing, the plan is that there's a possibility I'm going to see them again. I don't believe that. So when someone dies to me, they die forever. They're not coming back. I, so that means it's worse to me emotionally than anybody else. Because if you have in your subconscious, you know, if some of us say we leave Christianity, but we don't leave Christianity polite. They be lying. They be taking the, the Egyptian stuff. Yeah, yeah. Egyptian yeah. to that. So now they pray the same way. Oh, I thank you, Father Heru, and turn Jesus. <laughs> Yo, you know that the Wapian dude said to me one day, he gonna pray the best to kill me, bro. What? Yes. I'm like, yo, bro, are you serious? Listen, family, the Jesus of the Bible is a character. All you gotta do is say, hey, I'm gonna live good. That's all I'm gonna do is live good. Facts. There's no way if I'm going to treat you, I said to everybody, I don't, I don't care if it's in the Bible or the Quran, treat people the way you want to be treated. And that's the best religion out there. Bottom line, treat people. Facts. And look at look at this. So I'm just going through comments now. J Norm 888. I like to say who these people are so everyone can identify them as the foolish people they may be. Or the misunderstood people. Now everybody is a fool. It says here from J Norm 888. You guys are atheists pretending to be conscious and pro-Africa. Most Africans are religious. Atheism is 100% foreign to Africa and Africans. <laughs> so I love this kind of information. I love these kind of assertions. So let me say this. Atheism is all throughout African history, one. Because first of all, if there wasn't atheism, then there wouldn't be a transition in faiths, belief systems, or uh, methods of worship. Like when Ankenantin came in, he done switched the whole shit over. He had to be an atheist in proper context because it, he wouldn't deviate from the version of God that was introduced to him. That would mean he didn't believe in the version of God that was introduced to him. And that's what the epitome of atheism is. Atheism is a person or atheist is a person who disbelieves or lacks belief in the existence of God. So what I'm saying to you guys, I haven't been presented with a version of God that I believe in. So it renders me an atheist by default. You cannot tell me Africans weren't presented ideas about God they didn't believe in and then thus created their own version of worship that was more conducive to their own concept or construct. That's what atheism is. The lack of belief in God. And I haven't been given reason to believe in anybody's God that has been presented to me because I lived in the hood. And my grandmother made subscriptions to Catholicism. 
she paid for my Holy Rosary Catholic school tuition because they were supposed to have better schooling. So I had to become a Catholic under my grandmother's auspice. But when I came home to my pops before he left us, he was a nation of the gods and earth. Okay, he was the firstborn. Okay, so I had to know who the cream of the universe was and, and all that stuff. I had to know my 120. But when I went to my mom's side of the family, my mother wasn't around. But when I got around my mom's side of the family, they were Sunni Muslim. So if I told them that I was a god, that was shirk. I was considered a mushrik. I was binding partnership with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, and that was forbidden. So I had three gods that I was under, and all of them kept us impoverished. So I have no reason to believe in any of them because everybody was strict. My grandmother was strict about me uh, drinking Jesus' blood and eating his body for the communion, pause. My pops was strict about me being a god, okay? And, and my mom's family was strict about me being in Sunni Islam under Allah with, with, with Prophet Muhammad, well, they saw being the, the seal of the prophets. All three of them contradict each other. In fact, Islam taught me not to trust the Christians, not to trust the Jews. It says it in the Quran, okay? So what God do I believe in? I have to be an atheist by default because once I decide not to believe in the Muslim God, I'm an atheist. Once I decide not to believe in the Catholic God, I'm an atheist. Once I decide not to believe in the Christian God, I'm an atheist. Now you guys always say I play and twist words, but I make sure I understand the words that I'm using to communicate with you. And what I'm saying is I've been given no reason to believe in anyone's conceptions of God. So I have to be an atheist. Okay. Now I can be like the rest of them and just make up some shit like everybody else do. It still wouldn't take me for the fact of the atheist. So guess what? You Christians are atheists too. Because there was a version of God that existed before yours. And you just deviated from that shit and made up your own joint. You guys are atheists too, whether you believe it or not. Unless you say you have the first God that was presented to man on planet Earth. And Christians have not presented to you the first concept, form of worship, and rituals ascertaining to the first God. Okay? They are poor carbon copy. They're not even a, a legitimized facsimile of the original God that's worship. <clears throat> Christians are atheists too. Unless you dare to say, y'all got the first God ever presented to man. Tell me which one of you sects of Christianity got the first God represented. Hey, to bring the primary source, there's also a writing in our New Testament. Remember, to, to, to all those who don't understand atheism, the Christians were called atheists at one point. That's a fact. I could bring up the primary. Say that again, Garfield. Christians were called atheists at one time, for those who don't know. Okay, do you want me to bring the primary source out? I could bring it out right now. Bring okay. the primaries. Look let's at not, it. Let's not play games with words. If you don't follow the state religion, you are considered an atheist in, in a sense. Yes, mm. the root of the word comes from atheists of no God. But the issue is you could be worshiping a God that's so, so this guy said that it's not true. I'm gonna pull it out, but I have to answer. Look at look at Eric on my screen, family. He asked the question. Yeah, I gotta answer the question. Look at this guy's face. From this guy's face, this guy is a pleasant guy. You could tell this guy is a pleasant guy. I like this guy. This Eric, Dr. Eric guy. I like this guy. Don't you look at him? Family man. I love this guy. But we're going to answer this question that he said. He said, honest question. What is the most fruitful thing that the conscious community has done to change the state of black America? You know what it is? Leaving Christianity. Facts. Leaving Christianity. But 
I'm gonna get into Garfield right now. Let's get into Garfield. I gotta say this, my condo not condolences, but let's get into some information right now for the audience. And, and what y'all gonna do is learn a little bit about the Dagger Squad and what we do. All right. So let me take the, the question off the screen. All right, so that y'all can see the screen properly. The first thing I want to do is I want to give a shout out to this guy named La Quintes. He's a part of the hundred man and woman team in 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 Nashville, Tennessee. For those who don't know, Garfield is establishing a hundred man and woman team in each state in America. A hundred man and woman team that will be economically and we're gonna keep economic empowerment. And what we're doing is we're cleaning their credit, giving them trade lines. And we're each individual raise 150,000, 150,000 times 100 is 15 million. But we're in the starting process. But check this out. This is La Quintes, a guy who's a part of the 100 man team was shot two days ago or a day ago. He was on the news. And I want to say to him and his family, I want to say, I hope you survive, my brother. And I'm going to fly out to Nashville within probably the next two weeks. I'm going to try to come out there. If Sean is not able. Sean is already out there. If he's not able to see the brother and make sure he's good, I'm going to, because he's a part of the team and I'm not going to leave him stranded because he got shot. I want to make sure him and his family is good. All right. That's the goodness in me, not the Christian, the goodness in Garfield. Now watch this. Garfield, he said, what are we doing in the community? Let's go to Dagger Squad Inc. Y'all need to do some research. Let's mm. look at what, what we're establishing. We're establishing what? A nine-point program. What is a nine-point program? What does it teach? You go look at it. Remember, we're trying to develop a national database for urban businesses. That means a database where all businesses, whether you're whether you're Christian or not, to be established. We're trying to reach a million folks in 10 years to help them and teach them how to get their credit clean on their own. So we, I teach every now and then I'll teach a course online. Um, it's something going on in Buffalo with Units of that whole other thing, but this is the problem now. Once folks' credit is clean, we boost their credit and get 150k to 250k to invest in farmlands and supermarkets and all that different stuff. But we are also going to promote a national campaign to show inner city communities legal ways to make money first by showing and proving different franchise opportunities, along with real estate, to show a cleaner, better way to make money. We can also say we can't just go to the drug dealers and say, ah. In the name of Jesus, Allah, Muhammad, Heru, whatever, and say stop selling drugs without an option. It boils down to the world. You got to show and prove with these brothers and sisters in the streets. The eighth thing that I said in the nine-point program is setting up a national conflict resolution center for the urban community in each city, which shouldn't, why shouldn't we police ourselves? I have witnessed firsthand how the Nation of Islam, asked Brother Simon in the, in the audience, how the, how the Nation of Islam used to be in the Coney Island projects, and we would settle what's called so-called beasts between the drug dealers, whatever they represent within each other, so that they would squash the beasts and disputes. We could do it ourselves. I have seen wow. good answers settle disputes. Police do help us at times, but I believe we're better suited to resolve our own conflicts. And another thing is, whenever we call a police family, three things normally happen to a black male. We get arrested, we get killed, or we get beat up. Those three things happen. So whenever you have a domestic dispute, I would love for the churches to be involved with this. I would love to the mosques, the synagogues, the temples. All of us need to, re to reshape our communities as a whole because consciousness Although we are at, we are at the bottom end as far as popularity, 
We have growth. We have a numerous amount of schools that we're building all across America. Shout out to Uhuru Academy in Texas. There's also one in South Carolina. There's a, a bunch of different schools here in New York that are outside the realm of teaching Christianity and all that stuff. They're doing stuff. The conscious community is not one August body. That's the problem because this could be a brother in Texas who is conscious right now, who is not into religion. But guess what? He's helping people with government contracts. You know what I'm saying? With HVAC training. Look at Sister Monica Lamb. She's on every Wednesday. She don't get more than 40 views a week. You got almost 600 people watching. She teaches everybody. As a matter of fact, I, we doing something that nobody's doing. We're hiring people. What about that? We're hiring anyone right now who's watching and you need a job or your wife need a job. We're hiring customer service representatives from home. Dagger Squad been doing that for three years. We, and we were hiring people who are Christian, Jews, like Nazi. We don't ask them their, their religion. Oh, we ain't going to hire you because this is a conscious, conscious community thing. Come on, family. We're doing a lot in the community as the Dagger Squad. A lot. And the problem is just because you don't know. Just because you don't know. Yes, the Uhuru Academy deals with everybody. And you don't have to mention that Christians are included. Because guess what? Christians go to the school. Rastafarians go to the school. But it's not a Christian school. That's the point. So we are developing things. Everybody have their own thing. Just because you don't know, that means we're not doing anything. We're doing a lot in the community. Yo, bro, that lady sister called me. She was with a Hebrew brother, and the brother was beating her. And she said that she need to get out. And I said, you know what? Go and and and, and get I, I sent her an email how to get a job online with U-Haul. U-Haul was paying $15 an hour to stay home and watch Garfield and take phone calls. You can watch Garfield in the morning right now and, you, and, 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 and take phone calls with your job. We are hiring. Email us at daggersquad1 at gmail.com. If you need your credit fix, you need to get a loan. You need to get funding. Right now, if you're in, um, in Georgia, we got the personal loan for people over 25. If you, if you have a 680 score, we could get you 25,000 in three to five days. That's what I'm concerned about, getting out people. But the biggest problem is, though, Brother Polite, that the, the church don't help with is the fact that we're going to have a 0% wealth um, debt to, um, what do you call it? A wealth issue. What, um, what do you call it? The wealth, hold on, let me read, read the article. The African-American wealth may fall to zero by 2053. And I did a show on Blog Talk four years ago calling student loans the new form of slavery. The student loan debt is stopping you. So we need to figure out a way. That's why I showed you on the CLEP program yesterday how you could afford to finish your college quicker because I did it. So I could tell you to do it so you won't have this big, big-ass debt that you have with student loans. I got people with 200000 worth of debt. When are you going to pay that off? Wait. Is it not this lifetime? 200000 family. 300000 You went to school to be a doctor. You're making 100 and something thousand. All your money is going towards this damn debt. So how are you going to be rich? Black people, we need to know how to get better at the wealth gap. The church ain't teaching that. Garfield teaching that. Talk how are you going to help with the wealth gap? How do you solve that issue, President Trump, President Obama, all these Democrats? They don't care about you no more because they got 44 immigrants that is going to vote for Democrats once they get their papers to be in the country. So they put yeah. black folks aside and making us null and void. That is what we need to teach. I don't give a damn about Christianity. It ain't did nothing for me. 
We talk that talk. talk. It never did nothing for me. So I'm telling them when they want to come and debate, I'm ready for a debate right now. Right yes. now. As far as the atheist thing, let me pull the source up so we could read it together. Go ahead, um, oh. like respond, and I'll, I'm going to find the source right now. Go ahead, brother. Man, I love it. Y'all funny it. dudes. Y'all funny dudes. <laughs> we going off this morning. <laughs> Y'all funny dudes. Funny dudes. Hey, you know, the Christians, the Christians was considered atheists during Roman time. That's what See, I just want to know. Yeah. I'm going to get the source right now. Yeah, See, they didn't so follow the state-sponsored religion. <laughs> so you see? Y'all think I just, and this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about common sense. As I told you, it's a per, an atheist is a person who disbelieves or lacks belief in the existence of God. So by default, unless Christians have ownership of the first presentation of God, they themselves will have to be an atheist because they made up their own version as they disbelieve the version that Christians presented. It's a fact. So what's all this who's an atheist? All of you motherfuckers is atheists, as far as I'm concerned. Y'all ain't interested in the first presentation of God. Y'all ain't interested, at least, in the second presentation of God. Y'all just ain't interested in the Bible because they write it in English and it's fun to read. Hey, polite. You know what I asked him? You know what I asked him? I asked Pastor Bennett. I said, Pastor Bennett, no, I don't believe Yahweh created the heavens and earth. I said, but Kulu Kulu did. I said, do you believe that? He's like, no, 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 no. I say, well, you sit in the same position that I sit in. I don't believe yeah. Yahweh created it, and you don't believe Kulu Kulu created it. Kulu Kulu, South African did it. You feel me? So all of them, is, ask a Christian, do you believe Kulu Kulu created the heavens and earth? They're going to say no, but they mad at us for not accepting their late rendition of God. Funny. Real funny. And that's why I say I got every right. I say I complied. And the black woman is proud because everybody having a goddamn fan fan fest making up their own fucking god. So now I'm gonna rock out and have my own god. But my god is a living god. So they say, yo, flight, but how come she ain't help us get out of slavery? And I say, how come you a fucking bitch? Why are you a grown man and a woman to deliver you from slavery? That's one. Two, my god never professed to be omnipresent, omnipotent. Know the past, present, and the future. Create the sun, moon, and the star. I never said my <laughs> suggested any of those things to anybody. But you can't say, you can't say, yo, like, how come your God uh, didn't get us out of police? My man, how come you never asked your God that shit? Because my God don't make them crazy ass promises and, and tell these stories about how they're so great and so and they created every single thing that's on the planet and they created good from evil and life. And no, my God is one. That is my Lord and Savior. My wife saved me. So I bear witness in my wife. Okay, black women had to hold the fort down when black men were being derailed, railroaded, forcibly incarcerated, turned into eunuchs, murdered for demonstrations so she could raise her children. She had to endure during that time. I'm just dealing with common sense. I'm using a certain level of rhetoric to drive home my point. It's not that deep. I don't come from a religion perspective when I say the black woman is God. I'm just saying, if I got a Lord and Savior, I'm going to render on that status to someone who actually saved me that I bear witness to. I don't need to read in a book who saved me and then bear witness that they saved me. I want to actually be saved by somebody and know that they actually saved me about someone educating me on the matter. My woman saved me. She made me more conscious. I came home from prison. She told me to read or leave. She gave me an ultimatum. I decided to read 
because I wanted to impress upon her mind she was that serious and that important to me. So I'm still with her to 21 years later. March 9th will be 22 years. She saved my life. So that's my God. Now, my God, I can call my God on the phone and she was she will reply. Your God must got your ass on block because I'll dare any of you to call your God right now live. And let's all wait to see when you get a message. You're going to have to make that shit up. You niggas be looking at potatoes and, and reaching, talking about that potato look like Jesus. Y'all be reaching. Look at the type of shit that they do in the religious world <laughs> in order to suggest to us God exists. You know what they say? They say millions of people around the world believe in God. So that's proof enough. Millions of people around the world are poorly educated. That's proof enough. So now, now what you're going to say after that? Y'all, don't you know the Rockefellers put the educational system together? You think are people going to teach you empowerment so you can compete with them to take away their power? So you relying on a school system in order to be free. You have a big uh, task at hand. I'm not saying everything in the school system is not good. I'm just saying you got to consider the people that put the curriculums in place. You got to consider the people that forced you to speak another language. You never even consider. Why would the state master say, yo, first thing we got to do, first line of business. Hold on one second. Sonny, I don't want to say something real quick. <clears throat> Peace and black power to my beloved brother Polite. Peace hey. and black power to my beloved Garfield. Um, yesterday, Polite gave me a call. Me and Polite had a conversation. And in that conversation, I said to Polite, yo, man, I need you to come out of retirement. I need you to go at Jabari. Yeah, <laughs> Polite, I said, Polite, I need you to debate to, uh, Jabari. Polite said, what was the debate Jabari on? I said, I don't know. But I know that shit will be damn back. <laughs> I love Jabari, I love Brother Polite, but um, to get the thing back to where it's supposed to be, we know Jabari is not going to talk about his family, you know, it's going to be a scholastic debate, we can find something that these brothers can get in the ring with, and I was like, yo, Polite, man, I need you to get, I need you to go at Jabari, let's debate Jabari, <laughs> and I know a lot of the people, would love to see that debate right there, Polite. What do you say, Polite? Now, right now, what do you say, brother? Come on, man. Hey, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. On the strength that Jabari left the home fort and went out there and did that thing with them damn Christians. <laughs> On the strength of that, because I, I still, I told you, like I said uh, yesterday, I'm going to say now, I still got a great deal of love and respect for Jabari. This is all kind of playful. But uh, if we talking about bringing back the community on the level where the debates is going on and we having a good time teaching this information and we know it's going to be respectful, let me add this too, because Garfield asked me a question earlier. Let me give Malik Zul Shabazz his credit because he was a debate that I did with a brother and he kept it completely respectful. Let me say that. I got to give Malik Zul Shabazz that credit. Let me, let me go back to what I was talking about. I would do it. And, and it'll be, it'll be tricky because it won't be the same type of jealousness I normally have when I do my debate because I actually got a lot of love for Jabari and I normally don't like to have no love for whoever the hell I'm about to debate. But if the issue is serious enough to me, I would do it and he wouldn't have to worry about me being disrespectful to him because he know I got nothing but love for him. So I would say this, 
I believe he feels that the uh, the Egyptian deities actually existed, like physical people. That'd be something I put on the table because I don't believe they actually existed. And some of the rituals and ceremonies that uh, the people in the community do with the onk and waving it around and everything like that. So I don't know if if it makes sense. <laughs> And it can be engaging and entertaining enough. I can make it entertaining, but uh, so long as I'm passionate about what we disagree on, and I feel it's important for people to see that persuasion or perspective, what, I'll be with it. What was the question? Saw another answer. I missed it. What's saw another say? What did saw another say? Garfield. What did he say? Right now. For December the twenty-second, and what I was gonna do is the Comedic War Conference Part Two. But if you reconsider, I got some good topics, right? That you and Jabari could get in the ring. And I'm telling you, polite, that shit will pack the house, which y'all do. Bring back the debate on some scholarship, on some real scholarship. Hey, December the 22nd at the Alan Humbra, because I was going to do the, um, the comedic, I mean, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the Comedic War Conference, too. But if you want to do it, if you reconsider, we can get ahead with that debate. The 22nd, I got that. Hey, hey Sanetta. That's going to be fire. Hey, Sanetta. Come on. I'm going to call you after the show, man. I'm going to talk your ass into this shit. We got to do this. All right. Let me. Well, let me say this for the record. I would be remiss if I didn't make it clear. I need to get a Christian pastor's head on the chopping block before I even start really considering my brother Jabari, because that's, it's not the same vibe. I want to go against Christianity right now because I feel awake about what they've been doing. I feel Jabari is a Christian polite. Jabari is a Christian polite. He is a Christian. He's an African-American Egyptian Christian. And I know y'all all want to play the respectful card and play the games. The truth is he believed like they believe. So it was really spookism against spookism up in there. That's the reality of the situation. I just wanted to make that point, yo. And no, I no, don't I, respect I, Jabari and his information because he went behind our back. You know what I'm saying? He he ain't even a serpent in the garden. He the rat in the garden. When you go behind and mess everything up, yeah, hold he up, did that, hold bro. Up, hold up, hold up. Dr. Eric Mason says, as it was said, that Polite needs 20K for the debate. Now, you see, now, Eric Mason needs to be careful not to put forth misinformation. So if Eric Mason didn't hear that information, come from me nor can he validate it with any facts or evidence. That's his Christian disposition, making him go out there and profess something to be true based on nah, belief. Jabari told him that. Jabari, your homeboy told him that. Jabari told him it, that, bro. It wouldn't matter. The only one that would have known that. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Let me say this. It wouldn't matter, because not even Sonetta is going to tell you that I demand 20,000. Um, not yet. Was in here. Shit, I mean, how about you polite? You know what I'm saying? Dr. Beeson, that'll be good because we know both of you brothers will be respectful. How about let's, cons let's consider um, you and Brother Polite, Dr. Mason. I was trying to give you a call the other night. You didn't pick up, brother. But no, that's not true. Polite never said no 20K. None of that. That's, a that's not real. That's not real, brother. All right. So, that's what I wanted to say. All right. Hey, hey, one more thing. One more thing. And, and uh, Brother, uh, leave, leave my man Jabari alone, man. Leave him alone. Let him breathe, man. Let him breathe, brother. 
Let him yeah. Let me say this. Yeah, yeah I ain't listening to that. You ain't even speak to me when you came on the line. You talking about you just spinning the rat. You tripping. I got to start looking at you a little bit different than Sergeant Nutter. I'm going to keep it up. Now, hold I'm on. Let's not do that. Let's say this. If, if Jabari did, in fact, convey that message to someone else, then that was wrong for a number of reasons. Because one, if he misconstrued anything I said, he still took something I said to him in confidence and gave it to someone who's supposed to be working against us. Two, I never said that. Three, if it was valid, Sarnetta would concur and say, yo, like this, say that. So how the hell is this Sarnetta? Yeah, I never heard that. How does Sarnetta not know about it? And oh, I don't know right. anything about that. But Jabari would know about that and tell it to a pastor to know. I would just like to uh, tell the pastor. Hold on a second, guys. I never didn't know he was on the line. Um, he didn't know he was there. That's why he was there. Right. Yeah, so I want to tell the pastor to exercise extreme caution uh, because we can't go about the way you become Christian to accept things that's not true. You can't go about doing that when it comes to the real world. You got to make sure you, you dot your eyes and cross your teeth and make sure whatever you're saying is accurate because you don't want to mess around and misinform people about somebody else. So, but it's all up nonetheless, because I understand if you, you thought about it from a valid source. Uh, now, one second, let me go to that. This is from the newadvent.org website. This is a copy of Justin Martin's first apology in um, English. All right, it's translated. Um, this is chapter five. Christians are charged with atheism. Chapter six deals with charge of atheism refuted. All right, so this deals with how they call the Christians um, atheists. All right, just for the record, I don't, I don't just talk out my ass. Okay, all right. <clears throat> and if it, I'll put the link in the chat for anybody that they could read it themselves. All right, hey, um, go ahead, man. What, what, what's on your mind? Well, nope, I'm gonna shut up because I'm always the bad guy. I'm gonna shut up because I'm always the bad guy. Nope. <laughs> Oh, already the bad guy. So let me tell you this, man. I, like I said, stop, stop playing around and hold them Christian cats accountable and make them come to the forefront and do this thing right. That's what we need to be doing in December. The black church versus the black conscious community. That's what we should be doing. Let's not deviate and now we debating amongst each other. Let's get to the head of all this confusion. Because this confusion came in when the Christians came in. That's when the confusion comes in, like they've done throughout history. When they come into the black community, then the confusion manifests and then they blame every other community for it. So what I'm saying is the black church versus the black conscious community, let's get that going. Let's stay on them about that. As far as Jabari is concerned, like I said, that's still my brother. Got a great deal of love for him. I want to pursue the facts of the matter before I really uh, confide in everything that's being said. But if he did say some things, um, to other people on my behalf about my reservations or my disposition, that, that wouldn't be good. But I still would appreciate him nonetheless. I got no negative state on because you know life goes on and it is how disappointed, but it's still love. Yeah. I don't got no uh hatred animosity towards my brother. But as far as yeah, I ain't debate, got no hate for him neither. Hey polite, I ain't got no hate for him neither. Really but I know that nigga shooting at me, yo. And I know when a nigga went behind my back to cut the deal, I'm 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 straight from the street. I, I know the difference. That don't mean I hate. I don't hate Jabari. I, I mean, he he probably should represent what we represent. Yeah, and anything I ever said about Jabari, Jabari on the phone, I said in public. I never thought he had that homework, and I always knew he was too Christianized to deal with that. I said that straight up. So that ain't no that, that ain't no back. 
backstabbing. I, I, I don't have to backstab. I, I said what it is. Like me and you, we don't agree on scientific in, uh, information. I say what it is. But you're still my man. And we see the breaks off the Christians and we know they running. That's the truth. They running. They running and and they being they disingenuous were. about some things. They run and they pick and they pick the I gotta say this in defense of Dr. Eric Mason, though. Remember this though. What he need defending on? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, let me, I'm being political. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, listen, check this out though. Check this out though. That's the information <laughs> that's been available to him. That's the issue that was told to him by probably fellow Christians, and you trust your fellow Christian, but it's probably more like slack talk in the nation of Islam. You can't have slack talk. Slack talk is called gossip. I can yeah, I can see that. If me and polite, me and polite in the nation of Islam right now, polite can't come to me and say, Yo, uncle, you know, uncle's around the corner with another chick. We can't do that. That's slack talk. You can't do you're not, you're not allowed to do that. So now to, to stop that going behind back stuff, they said just go to the lieutenant. And both of y'all talk to him. They don't look like nobody's snitching. So there's no slack talk. So what that was with Dr. Eric Mason probably was slack talk. Gossip. You know what I'm saying? So you hey, Garfield, hey, Garfield, it's not it's not their it's their job to try to beat us by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. And so why not just pick out the weakest link? Why not just pick out the one you feel like is more polished and won't really give it all the trouble? Like I, I understand the all the war. You would never take on you know, a Amaral squad, a Garfield, a Polite, a Massey clan. A, a, and you would never do that because you know you fall at the end of your at the end of your sources. Only Fact. thing gonna happen is all the information about Christianity gonna come out, and it's gonna make them make a choice. Are you a heretic? You know what I'm saying? Do you follow Roman Christianity? What is it that you really do? See, that's what's gonna really come out the conversation like it always do. We know what pseudo is. We popularize that. Y'all know that. Now they try to use it against us. I never agreed to any pseudo information. Never in the community. Matter of fact, I'm the bad guy. I'm the guy that attacks the community. It's all good, bro. Now, now they got me oh, hot. Oh, have you ever now I'm going to do a year work for Christianity. Remember, I stepped off of that. I did a whole <laughs> show, Real Black Ace of Atlanta on Christianity. Remember that? I beat the brakes. So you know what? They got my full attention now. Hey, got people watching make sure you subscribe to the dagger squad we on every morning at 8 30 ain't nobody doing this in the community man i just said we have a morning show we talk economics we talk business we talk um what people doing for the community and 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 um you know we we here for each other man that's what it is and i'm i'm willing to work with anybody but don't come to me and look down on me like because i don't believe what you believe like you're better and that's, hey. that's, that's what we in here, that's why we bang. Because you are not better because you're Christian. If we walking down a block polite, me and you got we got, got our hoodies on and we chilling. I got my dagger squad on. You got your stuff on and we chilling. The police ain't going to say, Mr. Man, the taller guy, talking to polite, tall guy. You a Christian? You could go. <laughs> you, you could go. Oh, oh you, 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 you from the black conscious community? Nah, you stay. We're going to lock your ass up tonight. It has never been a time when people are choosing because of what you believe. Maybe when you're driving down the block and you got a Masonic sign on your, on your car, you might get off because a policeman might be a Mason. That might work for you. But once you're a black man in America, whether you're from Africa, the Caribbean, or from born here as an ADOS, you are targeted and your religion can't save you one bit. Ain't no Jesus coming to save you. Ain't no Allah. Ain't no Muhammad. Ain't no Moses. Ain't none of that coming to save you, family. We need to cut that out. Cut it out.
right now you could believe what you believe that's your problem because what the conscious community has done is get us away from this religion it's not getting away yeah. from salvation because you are waiting and i said i was going to bring up some scriptures because i want to know why we waiting when jesus told us he was coming right back he said yeah. he was coming right back so why why are we why are we waiting if jesus said he was coming right back jesus must have lied what what about that what about the fact that Jesus says in Matthew 16, 28, or Matthew 23, 36, all these things shall come upon this generation. This generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. What generation? And then the Christian apologists come out and say, oh, well, in the Greek, it's not saying this. It's saying that generation to try to trick us. Your religion is a lie. Is that a Jesus is a liar? Or you, or you mistranslated it and it's teaching us a lie? How about that? How about Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless, I say unto you, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of the power and coming in the clouds. In Mark 9, 1, Verily I say unto you that there be some of them standing here which shall not taste death till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. So hold on a second. I'm saying the unk and, and, and brother polite. I see some people standing here right now that will not taste death Till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. They're giving us a timeline. That means the people that was alive, unless we got some people living for 2,000 years <laughs> and we don't know about, but ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? What's going on, man? What's going on? Why are we holding on to this lie? This is why I love um, um the brother, um not Pastor Bennett, William Bell, because he's a preterist. At least he said all of this already happened already. He ain't teaching about it. God, Jesus is coming back and all this craziness. Come on, man. This is what's holding us back. We can't move forward because we think in our subconscious there's some Jesus coming to help us, some God coming to destroy the wicked. There are two, two, 20,000, 200,000 or 2 million angels coming out of the sky, you know, like I heard from the ISUPK brothers. It's craziness. So when you are conscious, you can't believe in the craziness. You can't be woke and be a Christian. And we could, that. we could debate that as a debating topic too. Are we going to help black people whether we Christian or not? Word. <laughs> Yo. Man, look at the cute little baby. Is that your baby, brother? Or is that a grandchild? Ah, uh, now it's my baby. Uh, she's four months and about three weeks and four days old mm. right now. Yeah, and actually it's her mother's birthday. So I'm about to get off and uh finish doing what I what I gotta do for today. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, you gotta All celebrate right. my yeah, birthday, right? Last hold on. Let me see. What was the topic of the show again? I talk about petty. Hey, man, you know it's love. Cause I did this on my wife's birthday. All right. <laughs> oh, oh man. Tell her I say happy birthday, man. In, in Jesus' name. If you can't do that one. Oh gosh, please don't go. Hey, go on, Phil. Hey, go on, Phil. Yo. What if nothing else, we should just have a bang on the Christian conference. Yeah, That's I'm, I'm sure, dude. I'm like, that. like, on, like, really, like, like, giving the whole history, everything. See, they think you know slow. They think you slow. Go ahead. But you know what, man? We should just make sure we get whoever we can get, because it's a lot better when you hear opposing argument. Because what they want to do is sit there and hear how to contort this information. Now nah, they live and they die by this Christianity, like they say, and God endowed them with certain spirits. That they would be able to always rise and, and, and when confronted with that 
So, yo, we can't accept no plans. We gonna, we gotta find. There's some Christians out there, uh, of the church. I know they're being taught to double, but we gonna yep. find their double. We gotta put the pressure on brother Chris. <laughs> Chris Broussard, I gotta give you a call and see if you will stop this ducking BS because you know it's supposed to be a team debate. You know I was supposed to lock in. You playing games. I love you. You're one of the best sports commentators they got out there. But we want to hear your God commentary. We want to see how busy you can get with God. You're good with the NBA. But you suck when it comes to God. You're not good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you need to do. So get, your be- get your big brother. Get your uncle. Get your pastors. Because you, you don't want this work. Get your big brothers, your older uncles, your pastor friends. Get them in the line of fire if y'all really believe that you got what it takes. That's what we need to get into now. Because we tired of y'all talking this crap. I heard the little slick stuff you said about our black leaders. I could always play the video back. I got you from the first video and the second video that you've done with Sinetta. With all the slick pop shots you did about the black conscious community, the black nationalists that we love and adore, I never took it personally. I will only take it personal if after all the talk, you guys are not willing to stand front and center before the world so it can be documented on behalf of black people or for black people, which one is best for our people. Is it black nationalism? Is it pan-Africanism? Or is it the black church? That's what we need to know. We're talking from a historical level up to present day. Is this Jesus Christ, the guy that we should be confiding in in 2019, despite the hells and the social ills that our people are still subjected to today? We need y'all to talk about this. Is Jesus even real? We need to talk about this. Okay? Yeah, prove it. Prove it. Is, is Josephus real? We need to have a conversation about that, unless that's too deep. You know what I'm saying? Because son is a liar, too. Okay? And he, did, he, he said what he said just to protect himself. Okay, he, he actually pulled the stuff like one of our people pulled. Don't see it. You know what I'm saying? He started hey. working for other campuses. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> so, so, you know, we hey. need to have conversations, man. Let yeah. me say this real fast. Do y'all when the guy... What's that? that? You're chipping out, bro. Y'all remember that? Say it again. What's that? Garfield. Say it, say again. it again. Say it again. Yeah, he dropped, he dropped out. But yeah, brother, I'm gonna check you guys later. I thank you so much. Hey, baby, say bye bye. Hold on, you, you just gotta sit there. Say bye bye. Bye bye. Right there, he's talking. Baby, too quiet, man. He's I baby, talking. too quiet. She got that polite, polite yeah. magnet. Yeah, making no noise. Say what up? Bang, bang, bang. She's like bang. Yeah, she can sit up now. That's true. Sit up all by herself. That's what's up. Hey, look at you. you sit up now. Yo, can, can y'all hear me now? Uh-oh, I see the queen. I see a new god on earth. I see the goddess. Okay. You start that black this god stuff, man. Uh, hey. huh? Yeah, yeah. So, say, peace to the atheist. See, even the atheist bear witness to the black woman god. That's a paradox. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey. That's, uh, hey. That's the real black Atheist. The real black. Atheist. Yeah, we put. Yeah, we put together right. our own say things. Bye. You know how we do. So. Say bye bye. Time to say bye. Say bye bye. All right, get him away. All right, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for coming out early in the morning and um, sharing some information. And uh, we, 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 we,
Hey, we'll do this again soon, bro. We link up and um do what we gotta do. Okay. Later. Hey, uh, go. Hello, bro. Hey, go. Phil, Phil, let me make this point. Yeah. Hold on, fly. Hold on, one second. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me ask both y'all this. Remember the Ghanaian preacher who tried to walk on the river, tried to walk on water and drown? Remember that? Mm-hmm. Come on. So this is what's really so this is what's really going on. They're not telling us the truth about the resurrected guy. Remember, we're not gonna say the name about the resurrected guy, they're gonna tell us the truth, right? What really happened was when they stepped out, drowned. They won't tell the truth. See, they need to tell the truth. The truth is anybody walking in the ocean trying to walk on top of the ocean, they're gonna drown. So they need to tell the truth. Out of respect for them, I'm not gonna say the name, I'm just gonna call the resurrected guy that walked on water. I don't believe that. <laughs> hey, um, you know, in the, in the Bible it says if you believe in Jesus, he will make you immune to snakes and deadly poison. Mark 16. He that believeth right. and baptized shall be saved. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. So when I asked the pastor read it the other day, if I put some poison in your food, and you pray over it, would you still eat it? He said, hell no. You don't right. want to want that challenge. That's right. when you separate the faith from reality. The faith from reality. Right. You know, and, and I'm not debating none of these faith stuff because the faith, you could have faith in a book. You know, some of them can't even read the book in their own language, but they, they swear on it. You can't even read the book. How you believe in a book and you can't even read it? You can't even read it. Mm. Well, you believe it. Mm. Mm. Funny, yo. Yeah, I ain't rocking with none of that. Nah, I ain't letting me get away with none of that. Not getting away with none of that. Yeah, but back to Bereen TV. Y'all go ahead and shout out Bereen TV, man. They the heretics. We call them Bereen and the heretics. Yeah, they Bereen and the heretics. That's what they are right now. That's what we call them. They the heretics, yo. They made their own brand of Christianity, yo. Oh, man. So we, we just want to keep that straight. Bereen and the heretics. <laughs> so they straight with that and clear. Y'all hear my words very clear. Yes, y'all have invented your own Christianity. I'm not mad at you. I appreciate that. Uh, that's just an expression of black thought. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, we yeah, Bering TV is officially uh heretic TV. We 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 got that. I appreciate that. And I want to make a distinction between Bering and them camp and what's the name of the ministries that uh what's some common them got, Garfield? What um, we call that? Eric Mason, he has um epiphany. Epiphany and uh, what's the other one? Um, what's his name is Jude Three Project. That's Doctor Ben Two. No, no, okay, and the other one is one more. Um, the the uh, the True ID Apologetics. The dudes Adam. No, 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 I ain't talking about Adam neither. The other one, damn, you forgetting about what's called uh, Chris Joint. The ministry. Oh, Kingdom, Kingdom, Kingdom. kingdom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they kind of grouped up together to come against one guy in the conscious community but i'm but the point i want to make is that uh bereen and them is also a separate thing right and i want to separate the two because you know um they're not talking trash they just sitting back you know what i'm saying mason and them they kind of sitting back Gushaw and all and they sitting back like they supposed to but bereen and them i kind of realized that bereen and them is like the muscle they're the muscle yeah, they the one. They they not, not Broussard and them, but you know what I mean. Bereen and them is really the muscle. They the ones that do the banging on the internet. You feel me? So I want to separate the army because that's the army. So I'm separating uh, the army from the regular congregation. I'm gonna separate that. 
they're different groups and I can I can smell them all the way. So yeah, y'all go shout out uh Bereen TV. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna deal with Bereen and the army over there. See, if you kill an army, you kill them dead anyway. The scholars is on the other side. Bereen, you're about 20 books away from Ben Atheist. No, 500 books. I'm gonna say 500 books. You're on your C game and you think you're on your A game. You're really on your C game, Bereen. This is coming from me to you. You're on your C game. Because if you was on your A plus game, you wouldn't even be a Christian. You would have the ability to at least have your own personal God. At the end of the day, that's all God is. It's human beings having their personal experiences with nature and coming up with ideas and concepts and stories that they believe to be true. After the advent of science and scientific innovation, it started to take those pieces away. We call it the God of the gap. So early man didn't understand things, so they filled in the gaps. So we got you, Marine Heretic, Team, team Heretics. We got you. Yeah, I see you. Hey, Garfield, you know what I saw saying? I see you. <laughs> Y'all already know what that means, bro. I see you. Uh, yes, indeed. I'll uh, never be disrespectful, neither. Not at all. Yeah. Like, this is not a time to be disrespectful. But, I see a brother. Yeah, we on, we, I see we a, on Team Heretic. Yeah, I see a brother in the chat on Facebook giving out his number on Facebook. Um, um, why don't anybody want to come on? I, I want to give anybody the opportunity to come on and if they have a question or anything. Um, before They're I, not going to do it. Before I get up. They off. like to talk trash on the background, Garfield. See, the thing what we won't do, we'll give out the link to anybody. What they like to do is they like to sit on their chat. Don't let us come in and write. We 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 reached out to him first. We're like, brother, we just want to tell outside of the story what really happened. Like, what? Hey, make sure you guys subscribe to the um the Dagger Squad YouTube, by the way. Subscribe to the Dagger Squad. We're on our way to um we're at eight thousand. We're on our way to ten thousand. So we're trying to get 10,000 subscribers. So come on down, man. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Desale. Wagwan. Wagwan, Garfield, Mr. Unk. How y'all be? I'm good, man. I'm good. I think Unk Link kind of messed up. But what's up, brother? What's on your mind? Yo, uh, first of all, I want to um, tell you that I really, I'm really enjoying the show that you're doing this morning. And um, most shows that you do, you know, but I, I wanted to ask you a question concerning the um, the Christians and the black church. I wanted to ask you, do you know um, that these Christian guys, they have a lot to lose if they let you guys make them look too damn bad? You know, do y'all do y'all know just how big what y'all thinking about doing is for our community yeah I think, I, think, I think um dr eric mason probably saw it as a vision i think um i think brother vince band too dr vince band too i think chris saw the vision and it was unfortunate that it, it was as small as it is where people don't even know that debate happened you know and i think if we're able to to pull that off I think it's gonna put us in a in a in a situation where we we can move in a in a different direction. My job is basically to give all sides of the information. If you notice, when I play a debate, I don't play one side of the debate. Craig Evans versus Bart em Bart Ehrman, two white guys. I played both sides. Um, Bart saying it's not reliable because of this. 
Craig Evans saying, yes, it's reliable because of this. So all these different things going on, you understand what I'm saying? Um, that's just the way how to look at it. That's how to look at it. But I want people to understand that, listen, man, we have the Dagger Squad here every Wednesday on the Brother Garfield Live YouTube channel. There's a channel called Brother Garfield Live. Go on that channel and you, you will see information about how to, how to get grants, how to get government contracts, how to do all those different things. Those are the things that we need to cover as a community. Now, as far as the wealth gap is concerned, it's not about buying real estate. So, Brother D-Red, I saw your comment. No, that doesn't stop the wealth gap. The problem is if the, if the economy is growing at 3%, we need to make 6%. That's the problem. As far as on passing on a legacy, buying real estate is definitely good. I'm totally for that for our communities. And I'm also for every five of the 500 people watching right now, if you don't have life insurance, do not support Garfield's channel. You are selfish. You are a selfish bastard. That means you want your children to be the ones that, um, what do you call it? That, that, um, to, 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 to um, pay for your funeral and struggle to pay for it while you could have simply got life insurance and tell all your children, why don't y'all pay the monthly premium? That's being selfish. If you don't have life insurance, you're a selfish bastard. Um, Timmy, Timmy, what's going on, Timmy? Timmy, what's up? You on, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. I'm talking to you. Brother Timmy, I got like eight people that want to get in. Timmy, Timmy, hey, my brother. <laughs> hey, you on the live? What's up? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I could hear you loud and clear, beloved. What's up? He fell off. Yeah, yeah, um, but I'm a, I'm a, uh, it, man. Let me give him two more minutes that I'm out of here, man. I see True Story and then Morpheus trying to come in. I'm not even going to bring y'all in because I'm about to jump off of this. What time is it? Let me go get some work done. 11.47. Yeah, you got to get that money on, man. Yeah, I got to get that money going. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I see people calling in. Nah, I'm not taking no calls, man. And by the way, if you want to contact me, it's the same 1-800 number that you see on the screen. And y'all got to support Monica Lamb, man. She was the one that came up where she, she established her own call center training center in south carolina man i'm telling y'all family this woman here man monica lamb man I, i'm a changed man because of this sister right here real talk real talk so i want to emphasize if y'all need to contact me to talk about anything the hundred man woman in team if you're interested dagger squad one at gmail.com 1-800-518-2817 and i'm not saying that the church is not doing anything but the church is doing it because they're a body that can afford certain things. Conscious community is not a body. It's not a religion. You have you have over 2,000 years head start. All right? Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Oh, shout out to Monica Lamb, too, man. I appreciate you and all, and all her unwavering uh, support. And so we got to make sure we support the sister. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, the antennas are fully up. Um. Uh, Bereen TV, Team Heretic, appreciate y'all, man. Um, and all y'all, uh, we, we definitely going live uh, Friday after the, the conversation between Asahu Tep and Pastor Bennett. What time is it's that, brother? You know what time that is? I think it might be 8 o'clock our time. All right, cool. But I'm definitely going live tomorrow morning. I'm going to see if I could hit up Brother Reggie, see if I could do an interview with him. 
and our brother um isa if i could get him let me finish the point garfield real quick i'm saying we're gonna have an after party after that (laughs) clear our position right um this point i think they're gonna really stand down i know they are but it's too late you done woke the sleeping giant up you didn't drop the bombs on pearl harbor it's too late now we woke we woke up now we see y'all was y'all the whole time for the last two thousand years bro christians been banging on traditional spiritual systems joe i even was listening to 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 team heretic tv quote unquote uh bring tv right mm-hmm. and they were saying how they were saying how um um that the christians you know what i'm saying have a right to defend you know their stance and all that y'all do have a right y'all absolutely do but the truth is y'all y'all been banging on us since christianity started and they made a real clear point Garfield. what they said was was that the christians right christians have the real god now go figure that and the christians didn't accept other people's gods that's the point they said the christians is different because they didn't accept other people's god well in the ancient world they recognized that gods were cultural containers of knowledge and wisdom of information so they recognized that and they also recognized the fact that to keep partnerships and friendships intact right it wasn't a problem to 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 allow in other deities but remember the christianity was supposedly be monotheist exclusive judaism exclusive to that so the, so so the jews was monotheist exclusive to having one deity right so what they did was that officially kicked off i'm gonna beat you down if you don't got my god that's what it all boiled down to garfield when you claim to have the only god now you got a recipe for wars and all that now you got a recipe for dividing and conquering and doing all that you you, you see what i'm saying garfield mm-hmm. now you're gonna disrespect my culture for your culture now we sitting here right now we never even called the christians out like that we should have they wasn't even on our radar. We should have since they've been banging for the last 2,000 years. Now it's official now. It's official. The Christians, Christian and their theology has been targeted for destruction. Now y'all know what it is. Now y'all know what it is. David, if you could set that up, I'm sorry, um, if you could set that up with, with James White and Daniel Wallace and Michael Heiser, it would be, it would be, it would, hey, I would gladly take them on, brother. You see, you see, the issue with Christianity is this. All the information for the other Christianities were destroyed. So we had to go through like the, the Naga Hammadi library and, and all these manuscripts they find that didn't connect to different groups that we know today in Christianity is, um oh, oh man, let me take this car right here. Hold on, from St. Lucia. Ay, ay, ay. How you get James White in there, uh, Garfield? How they pull up? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Um. Paulie, you live. What's up? Calling from the country, Yeah, I know. I see you calling from Saint Lucia, man. I ain't know you listen to me all the way over there, bro. What's going on, man? I came across a video of yourself. Oh. And, uh, 
I like it and I, I, I um, subscribe to the channel and um, I turned on this morning and I saw you were, were live. Yep, yep, you know? yep. Um, but I, I couldn't help but, but, but pick up the accent. Are you from the Caribbean? Yeah, I'm from Jamaica, my brother. Jamaica, Jamaica. A matter of fact, years ago, man, I kept a show in St. Lucia, man. Back in the days, man. I used to keep shows. Did, 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 you, see, did you see what was in Huh? No, 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 no. There's a, there's a gospel singer by the name of Garfield Reed. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know when people Google me, they see Garfield Reed. They see they see the, 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 the soccer player, and they see the um the the, the comedian guy, and they see the, you know what I'm saying. So no, no, not that's not me. Brother. That's not me. Nah, that's not me. There's a guy on the side who did gospel music. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, man. But your signal yeah. is bad. Your signal is bad. But thanks for the call, brother. Appreciate it. But you, when you write, you write some positive information, bro, you, you, you're on fire, bro. All right. <laughs> Thank you, man. Definitely. Much love and respect, man. Spread the word, brother. Spread the word. We're taking over. Great stuff. Great stuff. We're waking our people yeah, up. We are the woke people. This is yeah. our tribe. The woke tribe. These religions are done to us, bro. All right, cool. Peace and love, brother. I thank you for the call, beloved. Peace and love. All right, peace and love. Um, one, one thing before I go. Yeah. Uh, did you did you hear uh, President Obama's last speech with um uh, to his soldiers against Malaysia? I can't hear you, good, bro. Your muscles. President Obama. Your muscles. You're muffled, beloved. Thanks for the call, though. Thanks for the call. Yeah, go ahead, Unc. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. What'd you say, Garfield? I said, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, man, make sure y'all support AbbVWeb, man. ABJU.com. That's ABDWE, politically incorrect. Podcast, man. We're gonna be doing some live podcasts coming up, man. Make sure you support and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, subscribe to Unraw Squad Media and subscribe to um Mazi Clan Warrior Tribe. Subscribe to that. Subscribe to Shashu. Subscribe to Dagger Squad. Last but not least, least subscribe to um Real Black Atheists on Fire. Yeah. All right, we're building that channel back. You know what I'm saying? If the Christians don't try to, so appreciate y'all, man. Go get your sweat hoodies. Coming, winter's coming. Get your shirt, your long sleeve shirts. Get your button down shirts. We got going. Oh man, we're just here to make sure the community don't trick the game. That's all. We're not mad. At hey, you know, uh, you uh, know what? You sound, you sound bad, bro. We're not mad. Oh uh, man, yeah. Well, all right, man. You need to go ahead and send the ten dollars. No, I'm gonna share my screen. I should have I should have been did this earlier. I should have been showed you your whole thing earlier. I don't know why I didn't do it. Hold on a second. That button that I saw you got on Instagram. Oh man, I'm in love with that shirt, bro. I'm gonna show you what I'm talking about right here. This blue shirt. Oh man, this is beautiful, man. You could have got me to model for you, man. I'm not a bad looking guy, man. You could have got a dark skinned guy to model for you, man. Why well, gotta be a light skinned guy? 
But anyway, that's another story for another time. But look at this shirt, family. Look at this shirt. This is our brother, Unc. We arguing about religion and all, but he has an economic element to what he does. Come on, look at this shirt. It's a killer right here. Just because it don't say Christ in it. Come on, man. Come on. We all could support this, man. Abdul wear all day, every day, man. Look at this. Beautiful shirt. Beautiful. Look at all of these, these slippers. Look at all of this stuff right here. Come on, family. It's all about supporting your own. Look at all these sneakers. Beautiful. Look at this. Woo! Wow. I'm hating, man. I wish this was mine. I'm a hater. This is beautiful, man. Look at this stuff. Woo! Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a hater, man. I'm a hater, family. I'm telling y'all right now. I wish this was mine. Look at this. They got that, the onesies with the Amiroth part in it. Oh, this is beautiful, man. Look at all this stuff right here. It's called about economic empowerment. Each one, teach one, we support. Or oh, they ain't gonna like this one, but I love this one. This no religion hoodie. Oh, man. Look at that. Oh, man. I gotta get Amir one of these, man. Amir wear that. Oh, man. The hoodie, he's gonna, oh, man. This is beautiful. This is some beautiful stuff. Abjuweer.com, family. You got to support your own. All right. Um, you see the brother put in the chat. Lofty right now is a top scholar regarding first century Christianity. I never said that. He said that. I never said that. I had to show, um, I had to screen share show some of my old blog talk shows, shows earlier, brother, when I was talking about Marcion. I'm like, ain't nobody in the conscious community talking about this before I got here, before we, before Berean even had a channel. We was talking about this five, six years ago. Come on, man. Go back into history and listen to Garfield. I was never saying in, in on no platform of social media. I was never saying no Heru is, is Jesus and all that stuff. But maybe before, like eight years ago, I probably mentioned it. Yes, or yeah. But now no social platform. Hell no. Not me. You ain't going to find that in my history. <laughs> Somebody said, Marky, let Ant go. He has to get to the post office and send my no religion sweatshirts. Yeah, man. He asked it. But, but hey, but Dr. Eric Mason asked the best question, bro. He said, What has the conscious community done? I said, get people out of Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's <laughs> we will continue to get you out of that craziness. He said, Where's the socks and I don't know. You got you got underwear, bro. That you sell for adults. You said what? You sell underwear? Uh, nope. Okay. You know what? Though I do. You know what? That's probably what I'll come up with. I'll come up with the underwear because we we talk about the white man as a devil, and we wear the white man's underwear every day. So it's time we make our own underwear, bro. It's called Dagger Squad. Cause you know what daggering is all about. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be a seller right there, man. That's gonna be a seller. Oh man, daggers. Get your dagger underwear. <laughs> oh man, that'd be nice. All right, cool. Anything else? Um, God killer. Anything else? And of course, if you guys are um, interested in Dagger Squad and our services, this is um, what we do on a daily basis so you could see what Garfield is all about. 
up close and personal. This is my website, daggersquadinc.com. These are some of the services that we have. If you click on the YouTube, you subscribe to Dagger Squad. I need to change that to Brother Goffey Live Dagger Squad channel too. Some of the services, we offer credit repair, trade lines, funding. We teach you how to get government contracts, student loans, marijuana investment. We have an investment club, insurance. We encourage people. We don't sell insurance, but we encourage everybody to get life insurance. All right? And then you could click on it, whichever one you want to click on, and do what you got to do. All right? Again, but if you want to reach out to me, of course, you know the phone number. You could get in contact with me and do what you need to do. All right? Phone number is at the end of the website. I think it's somewhere down here. It should be. Yeah, right here. 1-800-518-2817. And you could get me. And you could get anything that you want. As far as services, we get a free consultation. If you have credit issues, if you're currently having somebody working on your credit, you could still come and talk to me about your credit. If you want to learn how to do your own credit, watch us. Some mornings we do credit repair. We do a free class so you could learn on your own. All right. So the Dagger Squad, we're doing multiple things. I'm really like a one-man band, but I got my sister Monica Lamb that keeps me going, that keeps me inspired to keep doing this for the community. Um, I got sister Cheryl, another another inspiration. I got our brother Sean from Tennessee. We got a couple of people from the 100 men and women teams all over. And we go, we going to build family. I could build with anybody. But I'm just saying, stop going around saying that your religion is the religion and everybody else is. Because then you're going to have to show a standard. What makes you superior? The only thing that you have over us is that you have a doctrine that says you are going to return to life. And it's not true because you can't prove it. It has to do with belief. All right. That's all it is. Belief. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let me see if there's any questions in the audience. Garfield, does the Dagger Squad out of conscious community accept whites or Hispanics in the community? No. As far as the conscious community, you can't be in the conscious community. Um, I mean, we could work with anybody, but we can't, we can't, we don't, as far as the conscious community, you can't be a conscious community and be um, the conscious community, the black conscious community, and be white. That wouldn't make sense. Latinos, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't make that. It's not, it's not my job to make that call. If people like Marcion is going to Rome with money in the second century, what type of persecution was going on? All right. So pretty much with the persecution, there's a lot of, there's truth in it, but there's a lot of falsehood with that. They're persecuted because those people who were Jews, they really weren't Christians. They were Jews who refused to worship the Roman gods and, and, and celebrate the Roman festival. So when the Romans um, put um, Jupiter and change the name of the um the whole era of Judah to Atatolia, Capitolina, whatever. It's been years, I haven't even read on that. But um in the second century, it kind of riled up the Jews for a second time. The first time is there was um there was messing with the graves and all that stuff. If you read Revelation and read the Jerusalem Talmud, you'll see a lot of the stuff. There's a there's a specific stuff from the Jerusalem Talmud that's in Revelations. Revelation is talking about real history up until the third century. So revelations completely could not be written in the first century. So whoever believes it's written in the first century, you need to check up on the latest, what the scholars have written on that revelation, because it don't say that revelation on a whole was written in the first century. And then you had um, Gaius the Presbyter, and then you had the Alogi, 
And they were saying, no, it was Serentius that wrote it because Serentius wrote a book called Serentius, the Revelations of Serentius. So there was a big argument. Oh, it wasn't written by John. Da, 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 da. So it wasn't in the, the canon. Nobody wanted to add it to the canon until the fourth century. They took out the, the apocalypse of, of Peter and put revelations instead. Hey, part of the history. That's 20 years ago. I learned that. It's nothing. If I'm wrong, correct me. I don't know everything, but I know something, something. Yeah. With all the stuff that I teach, um, Verena, you think I never went to school? I see you, like Uncle would say. I see you, buddy. I see you. Because <laughs> ain't nobody on the internet teaching teaching this stuff five years ago in the conscious community. Where did Garfield learn it from? Where? I just got up one day. The knowledge just came into me because I'm that type of guy. <laughs> Craziness. All right, um, family. Again, if you if you need help with um with credit repair or anything like that, you could always hire me for your services. Um, I do go around the country and speak in different cities about economic empowerment, but I'm also going to add what we're going to do with the new credit system because there's a new chip system. I don't know if you guys are aware that there's a chip system. If you want to call it the mark of the beast, you could call it the mark of the beast all you want. I have no problem with that, but let's take a look at it. Let's take a look at what I'm talking about. Will we be moving forward to a system where we're putting chips in people's fingers? I'm going to um, put this article up so everybody could see it. I'm going to share the screen. If you want to call it the mark of the beast, you could call it the mark of the beast all you want. But this is the new system that they're going to have in place. You will get chipped eventually. In the aftermath of Wisconsin firm embedding microchips in employees last week to ditch company badges and corporate logons, the internet has entered into full-throated debate. Religious activists are so appalled they've been penning nasty one-star reviews of the company's three-square market on Google, Glassdoor, and social media. On the fifth slide, seemingly everyone else wants to know, is this what real life is going to be like soon at work? Will I be chipped? It will happen to everybody. All right, but not this year and not in 2018. Maybe not my generation, but certainly not that of my kids. Gene Munson, investor analysis at Loop Ventures, is an advocate for augmented reality, reality, virtual reality, and other new technologies. He thinks embedded chips in human bodies is 50 years away. In 10 years, Facebook, Google, Apple, and Tesla will not have their employees, will not have their employees chip, he says. You'll see some extreme forward-looking tech people adopting it, but not large companies. Uh-huh. Hey. You want to call it the mark of the beast or whatever? Well, hey, that's on you, man. Remember Minority Report? Hey, conspiracy theories, here we go. Yep, that's the wave of the future. You want to call it mark of the beast? Go ahead. Call it mark of the beast. All right, let me, we got 400 people watching. Let me just answer some questions um, so that we can, um, let me get some questions in here. And um, let me see. No, not necessarily, um, David, not necessarily. 
Caller, what's your name and where you're calling from? Peace, peace, brother Garfield. It's Dave P from Boston. What up? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Um, I just want to say peace to you, peace to everybody in the, uh, on the stream. But um, I just got one thing to say. Um, this dude, grown man. Remember, I'm the one that put in, you know, jump, let on goals so you can send my, my, my no religion sweatshirts, right? I just want to put it out there for the abjuwear. Don't sleep. My man, Unc, is official. Trust me. I was just throwing that out there so I, so I let y'all know I'm getting my true, my, my no religion sweatshirt. His material on the, on the shirts, it's official. He ain't got no bootleg joint. Trust me. I ordered from him numerous times. All right? I just want to put it out there for my man, brother, Unc. Don't try to clown him. I don't know what polite got going, but don't put Unc with that. Unc joint is official. He got an official store, official clothes. Trust me on that. And that's all I got to say, Garfield. Yeah, we got 400 watching. Thank you, brother, for the call. 400 watching. Usually we have, um, you remember the days we had 50 watching. Yeah, man. The author group ain't been with me for a while, fam. You've been there from day one. You day one, baby. Day one. All right. The Mark of the Beast was referring to Nero. He passed out certificates, the same word used for marking by in order to enact trade. All righty. That's my brother Jay Mixon, an official member of the Dagger Squad right now. I don't know how deep he's going to get into it because you know what? Everybody has their own life. Everybody have to have time, and sometimes you have families. You ain't got no time. Oh, I'm part of the Dagger Squad, so I know. But if we, if we, if we're gonna put some information out, whether it's in my book, but I'm definitely gonna do a book on the Christians, though. Definitely. I, I, I mean, 2019 is the Hebrew Israelites. 2020 is gonna be the Moors and Islam. So I've got to put a book out, and I'm putting out a book to sell book to make money off the book. I'm not putting putting out any book. To, to say, oh, I'm just putting out for the, to get a, a thousand copies. So no, I'm doing it to make money. I'm not being a being a, being wasting time researching to, to do what. Hello, good morning. What's your name and where you're calling from? How you doing, brother? Yeah, what's your name and where you're calling from, brother? I'm Chris calling for Charlotte, North Carolina. That's what's up, North Carolina. In the business in the building. What's up? Okay, I got, I got two questions for you. One. Mm -hmm. I seen Pastor Bennett saying that he went to debate um, Mayat because she a female, but and he didn't want to disrespect her. But I don't see him um, debating a lot of other um, men on the panel. But he kept his composure with them and never debated him. So, them, so I mean, never disrespected them. So why he can't do the same with the doc? Oh, okay, well, that's water under the bridge. They had a meeting yesterday and they um, worked out whatever they worked out. I took the video down, so okay. you know what I'm saying they worked. Okay, out one more question. Out. Yes, sir. I know this might sound crazy, but you know, I listen to a lot of y'all, brother. Uh, is Jesus Serapis? Is Jesus Serapis? No. Yes, sir. No. Okay. I think I think we find Vespasian referring to 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 um to Serapis Christus. You know, like how we would pray to to Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's saying that yes. in, in Serapis' name, he's doing this. So he worked miracles. He put spit in somebody's eyes, let them see. He did some of the miracles that Jesus did. He healed, I think, a paraplegic like what Jesus did. So he did some miracles in the name of Serapis Christus. Now, whether that's true or false or somebody that's writing BS, I'm not debating that. Because remember, in Suetonius, in Josephus, and in Tacitus, they claim that Vespasian is the Messiah. Based on numbers so did, so did the um did the image come from Ptolemy the Serapis image? Yes, 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 sir. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Yes, sir. 
Okay. It was a that's, molding. It was a molding of of ISIS and different things. But Serapis is not Jesus per se. It, Serapis is also proof that they could somebody could create a god, and you think that the god is real. It's just like how Richard Carrier is talking about Jesus actually originally being a celestial being. I'm only bringing that stuff up because there's people who was writing at that time period who thought of Jesus as being a celestial being. Writings evolve. People change words. People change doctrines. You know what I'm saying? I heard Courtney say something yesterday like the, the, the people that was following Jesus was was um had notepads. That's one of the great. Uh, let me ask Unk this, man. Unk, you ever heard this before that the people that was following Jesus had notepads? Uh, would you say exactly. you ever heard that before somebody saying that jesus had um the people that the people that what that followed jesus around had notepads <laughs> yo courtney said that yo darth data he said it yo <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you dead, Joe. Stop it. <laughs> hey, Garfield. Mm -hmm. Hey, Garfield. Listen. So, just like I'm not going to listen to a group of Nuwapians tell me about Malachi Yoke, I'm sure, I'm sure as hell not going to listen to a group of followers of a guy tell me about him because they'll make him walk on water, they'll make him rise from the dead, they'll make him do all the things that we see today. So you got to know, you know, like they say, they say that a cult, you know what I'm saying, end up being a religion. I'm going to say it again. They said a religion ain't nothing but something that used to be a cult that just grew in size. So back then, the same way people say Elijah Muhammad was caught up on the well, they just simply said he went to heaven and came back. Same type of thing, same mentality. See, we're dealing with a mentality, Garfield. You got guys talking about they, they walked around with notepads. They, they didn't. What papers did they have? What pens did they have? Get, hey, get I, I don't, I don't think like people that. realize how hard it was to have paper. Paper wasn't something that you could just easily, because remember, people could find stuff to write on, but it couldn't last. That's why most of the writings is in Egypt, because Egypt kind of mastered the whole paper thing. But go ahead, um, go ahead. So they might sky with a stone and chiseling to it. Yeah, they that's the kind of pad they had, they had stones chiseling in it. <laughs> yeah, he's funny, yo. Yo said they had a notepad. Just tell me he was being funny though. Hey, let me also make it clear to everybody. Um, um I do not believe the biblical Jesus is a real person. Let me make it clear. I do not believe, I'm using the word believe. I don't think Jesus is somebody of the Bible, is somebody of history. Nobody walks on water. Nobody ascends into heaven. Nobody resurrects after dying. Nobody um, is born from a virgin. I don't believe that. You cannot separate that individual from the person of history. You can't, I don't care which way you want to do it. You want to do the Bart Ehrman thingy. Well, there was a guy and well, that guy is not Jesus. Because if that guy was baptized and crucified by 
by um what's his name we have on record from tacitus in his book called histories not annals histories he talked about a simon dying right by um by um pontius pilate and then we have the, the um what do you call it the maheb or the maheb or the, the the taheb the taheb who said he was moses reincarnated or whatever he was crucified he was the last person actually crucified by pontius pilate 36 a.d but nobody has any records of this jesus guy maybe jesus is a title and maybe it's a title for simon or the title for the the, the taheb and the, out of that came something i don't know but that person was crucified so maybe that's who jesus is but it ain't the person in that Bible, biblical text because he is not real and i'll debate any scholar on this that person is not real nobody's walking on water so what they do now is they come out and try to justify with all type of theory well the resurrection is based on that the, the, the god said it the guys you know they think they saw him or maybe he didn't die because they say that to crucify somebody it takes like three days before they die that's what it says it took it six hours so maybe jesus wasn't dead that's another argument i'm just saying Ain't no man it's a mythology, brother. Yeah, we know it's mythology. Courtney says, so what about, what, what about Caesar Garfield? They said the same thing about Caesar that you know he ascended into heaven and he resurrected, and, right. and, and but he was a real God, yeah. And they write about him when he was alive. So, yep. what are you talking about? Where's Jesus? Where they write about Jesus when he's alive? They didn't, they didn't even write when he was alive, they wrote 40 years to 65 years later, allegedly. That's that's because they lost the notepads they was walking around with. <laughs> you know what I mean? They lost the damn. Oh, man. Unky's going in this morning, man. You going in, bro. You going in, man. You going in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. They woke me up. I wasn't even, I wasn't even caring about Christianity. Mm -mm. They did that. They called us out. I never called them out. Nope. Heretic. Shout out to Bereen. And Heretic TV, shout out. Shout out to you, brother. Mm -hmm. Shout out. Shout out to you. I see you. Mm -hmm. Funny guy, they called it Satan, though, yo. I don't believe yeah. in God, nor do I believe in Satan. I simply understand Satan as being part of the human character. I understand God as being part of the human character. For the record, I call it Petty Christian because they strike my man's channel. That's why I call the show Petty Christians. Mm -hmm. All right. So nobody get offended because we. I was in. Where was that? I was in Dunkin' Donuts buying my little veggie sandwich, and and I told Unc I'm going this morning. I really didn't go in anyway the way I wanted to. I kind of calmed down because Unc always taught me out of this stuff, man. He ain't taught me out, but he. I mean, as in we have a conversation to the point where I calm down. I'm yeah. the phone and just be mad and then do the show. <laughs> I'd have been crazy on the show. Yeah. yeah, we don't want that. We don't want to scare them away. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's, it's Bereen and on the other side, the, the, the other portion. The heretic the side. Heretic a lot of noise, side. The team heretic side. The heretic side. Yeah, the heretic side. Team <laughs> heretic. Yeah, Bereen TV, team heretic. All five of them. Five of them. You got a sister. I forgot. Let me hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me get their names right. Let me get their names right. Let me make them famous. Okay. All righty. So we got Sister E. Shout out to Sister E for being a heretic. 
Uh, Jeffrey, shout out to Jeffrey for being a heretic. Uh, Jason Brown, shout out to you for being a heretic. And their fearless leader. <laughs> Mr. Barine, Reverend Barine, shout out to the heretics. And that misinformation they got over there. So, yeah, Garfield, if we had time, I, I would definitely like to deal with Lucifer, the telescope, being part of the Catholic Church, because that was a statement made on that show. Remember that, Garfield? Mm -hmm. yeah, that, that, that. yeah, say that again, brother. Say that again. I said, do a show on, they said that Lucifer was a telescope that the Catholic Church had, right? So we already know that they research department ain't tight, right? Passing on conspiracy theories and pseudoisms, right, is a misstep. So I will do this with all y'all videos. Make sure you know what you're talking about. So that's your first misstep, all right? Y'all can look up Telescope and Lucifer, right? And figure out if the Catholic Church actually had something to do with that. They didn't. And it's an acronym, which is a joke. It's a good joke acronym, right? Definitely an acronym for a telescope. But Catholic Church ain't had nothing to do with that. But they promoted it over there as if it did. Matter of fact, I want to get the spe specific name of the guy that said it. I'm going to go back and get your name, bro, make you famous, yo. You're officially, hey, officially hey, famous. Hey, and by the way, that video that I did on with Sonetta, he ain't put up. I need to put that video up when I was beating them Christians up, man. I need to put that video up that Sonetta ain't put up, man. I need to put that video up, man. Yeah, what, what is Sonetta waiting for? And the whole time, yeah. Barine was agreeing with everything I said. Barine's like, yo, Go Brother Garfield is right, man. Brother 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 Garfield is right. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that, that the church is not prepared. And I, I'm going to speak my mom, but Brother Garfield is right. Yeah, that's 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 it. Yeah, I'm mocking his voice. I'm doing it on purpose. I'm being funny. It's called giving a joke. I love Brother Barine. It's called Yeah, yeah, Marine, Marine, my man. He just ducked. He didn't he Matter of fact, let me call. What time is it? 12 something. I'm gonna call Barry right now. Let me call him. He's not gonna answer. They ducking. They ducking. They ducking. Hey, hey, God, didn't we say yo, we wanted to be on their show first and actually have a discussion? Yeah, bro. I can't believe they duck, and then every day they talk trash. Like, who does that? Like, I don't mind them talking. Like, you know, we 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 ride on this, it's fun for us. For goodness gracious, after you didn't talk yourself to death, you know, give us a chance to have a conversation with y'all. Hello. Hey, peace and grace, man. How you doing, brother Bereen? Don't care, bro. What's good? I'm good. I got you live on the ear, man. Me and brother Unk, man. How you doing, man? All right. Not too bad, bro. I'm, my, my phone is... I just put my phone up. It might, it might die on me. What's, what's going on with y'all? We, we just making some noise, causing trouble as usual, man. That's oh, no, no, yeah, man. yeah. I saw a little bit of y'all earlier. Then, my, then I said I had to plug my phone in, but I saw a little bit of y'all earlier talking that talk. See, I think what? I caught some of love when you was on there with the light. Uncle ain't, ain't get on there yet. I don't know. Maybe that's like 45 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Eric Macy was in the chat, too. He was here. Oh yeah, yeah. They, I think they did leave me. I think they did leave me a message. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to chop something. We're gonna have to hold on. Let me see what I'm on. Cause my thing get on, sir. We're gonna have to chop something up. Cause I'm telling you right now, Chris, Chris, 
Chris is a good brother. It's some good brothers I'm around. It's some good brothers I'm around, but there is a misunderstanding. We on the line. We live right now, but we was we was on talking, me, you, and Uncle on the side, and I told y'all that what I heard from y'all is not the story that we received. Let's just put it that way. Hold on, hold on, Uncle. He can't hear you. Because I got I gotta plug it. I gotta do the bootleg thing. Oh, I ain't talking I ain't talking to Unc. You're talking about I'm a heretic, me and my click over here. I ain't talking to Unc, right, man. I ain't telling him I don't want to tell him I said that. I'm dealing with you right now. What are you working with? Yo, you know we talking behind your back, right? We say we say you are you are Unc is one, man. We say you your Unc is the same, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Y'all got the same sign. I'm telling you, y'all is the same, bro. Y'all is the same. Yeah, man. But we gonna we gonna have to chop it up. Very, very. What, what do you do? You want to see my degrees, bro? Do you want me to email them to you? Who? Do you want me to email my degrees to you? No, no. We said we waiting for the book. We said we waiting for the book. Oh, I, I listen. We don't got. I believe you qualified to talk to them folk. We talking about if the part of the main reason is if y'all wanted to give us the work, talk about us the church right now. You can still hear me, right? Yo, Bereen, Bereen, Bereen. Listen, there is nobody, including you, that can deal with the information I'm gonna come with. That's how confident I am. That's how confident I am. I love that. Now, the problem is, now, this is the problem. The problem is, I feel, if y'all feel your information was so strong, no matter what went down, y'all should have showed up to the debate if it wasn't about No, we, I was willing to come. Bro. Except, was willing to come. Who told you not to come? Bro, I was willing Why to come. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Remember, the debate became a solo debate. So I didn't serve a purpose. How you didn't say it, but why, but why did it be, the whole beef is, why did it become a solo debate? All right, what, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on, bro, 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 Marine, Marine, hold on, hold on, are you, are you, are you home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn on, turn on your computer and watch this right now, I'm going to show you something right, right now. No, actually, yeah, go ahead, computer. No, Garfield, Garfield, ask if you would come on that, man. What you said, Unc, I didn't hear you. What you said? What you said, Unc? Garfield. Yeah, man, I told you to ask him could we come on a, a show, man. God, no, no, no. I'll call him, I'll call him later, man. He, he was, I, I, I couldn't hear you because I got to plug the bootleg huh? thing in. Come on, man. What's going on, man? I can't hear you, bro. All right, now for those again, for the last time, I did it earlier. What happened with the debate, right? I'm gonna read the message, I'm not gonna show y'all, I'm just gonna read the messages, and what y'all gonna hear is what really happened. Now, when the debate, and Unky's right here, he'll be a witness. As a matter of fact, let me share my screen. Uncle will be a witness to what I'm saying. I'm not making this up. I'm going to show you exactly what happened. All right? All right. Look look at this now. This is, um, the, hold on. Let me see what's going on on my timeline. Okay, people still watching. All right. All right. So let me go in Messenger, right? Everybody could see I'm going in Messenger live. All right, and this is, I'm doing this for Bereen. Bereen, what happened is, although you heard another story, the problem me and Unc have is that you're repeating that story without saying our story. So it's like you picking a side. You can't do that. You got to come out and say, there's two stories. Let me get the whole story first, and then I respond. That would be the proper way to do it, the proper Jesus way. 
from a heretic point of view. <laughs> he said, oh, call me a heretic, man. He called my team a heretic. He's crazy. <laughs> they love that boy. <laughs> All right. So for those who don't know, this is the text message. This is the, the messages from the, the inbox. If you look at the date, September 1st, 2019, 4.59 a.m., I said, peace, and I put the, the flyer in there. Then I put at 11 a.m., 10.59 a.m., the same day, September 1st, so Jabari, you taking on two passes by yourself? All right. The text messages, if I could show y'all, I don't know how to do that. With, with Chris, Chris said, Sarnetta didn't tell y'all? That's what Chris said. We decided to go in one direction. I said, Sarnetta decided. What are you talking about? So I called Sarnetta. Sarnetta didn't know about as far as that. He just knew about the whole thing with Jabari working out a debate with Vince Bantu. I'm not taking away nothing from Dr. Eric Mason because I know how difficult it is to get a PhD. I know how difficult it is and what you got to write because you got to come up with a whole new idea. Even if you're making up shit, you got to make it up and source it. All right? Now, when Jabari said that, um, Asar said, so what happened? I said, from what I heard, Jabari and Chris Prasad worked out an agreement for Jabari to debate. So that means none of us knew about this. That's proof. None of us knew about this. We thought the debate was still on. Look at this. In July, in July, you see, we all preparing for the debate. And every time, right here, we all preparing for the debate. We all preparing for the debate. See, look at this. We all preparing for the debate for months. Then all of a sudden, oh, we see a flyer. We not on the flyer. How would you feel, family? How would you feel? How would you feel? So now I would have still kept, nobody knew there was not a money issue here. We were still ready. Weren't you ready, Unc? You weren't ready for the debate. You thought the debate was still going on. Everybody was coming. So when you hear um, this guy saying, saying that, that is not true. It's not true, family. It's not true. We didn't know. We would have went. We would have went, family. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to make it clear to everybody. Nobody is running from any Christian pastor. I'm ready right now. Right now. I'm ready to. You wake me up. I'm asleep. I'm ready for these Christians. I'm ready. I know why I say it's the white man's religion. I know why I say it. They can't prove that the Christianity they follow is from them. You could change up the name and call it Kumbaya, Batala. You could call it anything you want to call it. You are not following what the early Christians followed. You can't prove that. And even if you do follow what they follow, it's not a part of your tradition. It's not. There's no way Brother Barine can say, hey, this is my tradition. This is your belief. It's not your tradition. Period. We got to stop playing that game, family. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. I'm ready tomorrow. I'm ready, I'm ready last night. I'm ready while I'm in my sleep. I'm ready anytime. Call Christians. I'm ready. And then, Brother Bereen, you call out Divine Prospect. Let me tell you something, man. Divine Prospect, ask him about Garfield. You see, what I do, family, 
I subscribe to all these different things. So that means I have to stay up to date on Christianity, on Judaism, whatever finds they find in Egypt, anything. I have to be up to date because that's that's my, I have to be up to date so I'm always prepared. Messenger of truth because you told the truth about what, brother? Nobody's timing you out. Who want to debate messenger of truth right now? For what? What's going on, messenger? Who, who, who's coming on? Hit up style showtime. Nah, I'm not hitting up style showtime for nothing. Come on here. We get a, we get a moderator and we do what we do. What time is it? 1229. Yeah, I got to get out of here. Got to get out of here. Hey, go move through. and do my... Hey, hey, yeah, beloved. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, I can hear you. So I told... I told you, you should have asked him, um, like, why can't why can't we just come on, um, you know, on that podcast? Because I like I like the way they get it in, and let's just have a conversation, period, across the board. Like this is is you know is it's very interesting here. We can talk a little Christianity, a little early church, why they why they consider themselves not heretics, what a heretic is. They well aware what they 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 know they hereticking. They definitely heard ticking over there. <laughs> I bet you if we got all of them together, right? Chris Broussard Church, I mean, you know, the church ministries he has, and get them all together and ask them, what do they believe they're going to all have something different? You want to bet $5 on the golf? How much you going to bet? I'm bet you $4.99. Bet. Let's bet that, right? So we already know they're going to have something a little different, and it's not going to line up. With the Orthodox Church, you want you what, what you say to that? Because Bantuan already threw the Orthodox Church underneath the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, so he heard ticking too. He heard ticking too. I wonder is that the worst thing you can say to a Christian to call him a heretic? As communicate him. Nah, get him out of here. People like Arius and them. Get him out. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say person, let, let me say this message of truth. Come on down, man. Come on down. Why don't you call in right now? Why don't you call in? Nope. Nope. They hiding in the weeds. They hiding. They don't want to be famous. They make you famous. Ain't nobody gonna um, you. Why a book list? Uh, let me see if there's any book that I would suggest. Nah, y'all got enough books already last week, man. Y'all got to finish those first. Y'all crazy, man. Y'all got to finish those books first. Then y'all could say, okay, which book? Which book next? If you want Bart Ehrman, but the thing is, most of Bart Ehrman books that I download, they're in EPUB, you know, and y'all got to translate that and all that stuff. But there's a book by David Lewa, Litwa, that I like, by the way. There's a book called, I'm going to tell you what this book is called. It's called Aesos Dios, the early Christian depiction of Jesus as a Mediterranean God. I bet you, I bet you never learned that in church. Hmm. I bet you never learned that in church, family. I bet you never learned that hey, in God church. Phil. Yep. Hey, God Phil. I bet you they can't prove it with just one Christianity. Bet you they can't. Ah, <laughs> uh, they can't prove uh, what? what? Yeah. I bet you they can't. Because you know oh, what's funny? This is what because if it was just one Christianity, if it was one Christianity, right, they wouldn't need to have those councils, right? Exactly. They wouldn't have needed to go back and forth with Paul's writings, 
They wouldn't need to have a cannon, right? They ain't even have a cannon in place yet. We know that. They don't get the, you know, things don't get canonized until the second, third, third century. When they, you know, not in the sand council, but those next ones, they start to actually, you know, put the canon together. So it wasn't a one congenial Christianity. They wouldn't have needed, they wouldn't have needed to have the word heretic now, would they? Right? Orthodoxy, when they saying the truth. So orthodoxy is supposed to be the truth. So so the only people that had the truth would have been the followers of uh the resurrected God, right or wrong? You're right. Right? And so and so we should be able to read the gospels without no help from Mason, no help from Team Heretic, no help from nobody. We should be able to read, read the full synoptic gospels because you know they agree on certain points, right? We should be able to read them and know exactly what Christianity is. Right or wrong, bro. You're right. You have to tell me what Christianity is and who Jesus was. It, it should tell me in the Gospels. Was he not God? Was he hungry when he came back? Remember when he came back from the dead? And he said, hold on, don't see. I have not descended yet. I'm going to send it to my father yet. He said, give me some food. Did he say not give me some food? Mm-hmm. So he said, why he wasn't. He was fully full human. Hungry, ready to eat. So the gospel should tell we should need no help from none of y'all. So I'm gonna go read the gospel and I want to see if it tell me who a Christian is and who is not. Just the full guy. I'm not listening to Paul because Paul's a funny guy. You know what I'm saying? I like Matthew's Jewish of them all. It's follower Christ would have originally been Jewish. Am I am I wrong in that? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Alex Stevens said, I'm still yeah, stuck on notepad. <laughs> he said, I'm still notepad. stuck on notepad. He might we read Packers book, Codex Game Over. Codex Game Over. Codex Game Over is a book that I would not recommend to, to look at as a scholarly book. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say nothing else. Cause then he's gonna be called a hater. I'm just saying. Hey, Everybody bro, always said they know more. Hey, we've been banging on pseudo wisdom, yo. Like around y'all, you're doing it longer than me. I've been banging for so what, seven years, like seven years now. Banging on that wrong information and constantly. That's why then you should know that, Bring. Man, that's the world. Look at my blog talk. That's one of my blog talk. Yeah, make sure y'all subscribe to Dagger Squad, by the way, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. And I want to say peace and love to everybody because I appreciate y'all taking the time out of y'all mornings to 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 um to, to to see what what's going on and um it was a beautiful show and i want to end the show on a good note thanks for um brother Bereen for answering your phone although it was low and uh, i'm gonna let my brother uncle rock rock because um i know he has some stuff to get off his chest too so i'm gonna just let Uncle rock let's rock no Morpheus, hit me up man let me hey man I'm, uh... go ahead bro go ahead 
Can you hear my phone or chopping up? Hey, Brother Marine texted me and said, he said, I need at least 20 minutes. Ah, oh, man. Uh, so he probably ain't even see what I said. Minutes? Who needs 20 minutes? Marine. Who needs 20 minutes? Marine want to have a conversation, but we got to, we got to, we got to be, um, I don't know if he wants to jump on. He said he need 20 minutes. Dagger Squad, can I get a copy of that first book that you showed? Um, you're talking about the one about Exodus? Ah, just send me an email, bro. Whatever you guys want, just send me an email to the Christian community. I don't care. I don't discriminate. You know? Hey, what's going on, Garfield? What brings? He just said he's going to need 20 minutes. I don't know if he was trying to charge his phone or he's saying that he can't watch the, the screen until 20 minutes. I don't know. I don't know. He just said he need 20 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. 20 minutes. I don't, I don't know if you can hear me clear. Good night, bro. You good. Uh, I'm just saying they should really do their history a little more better. About about what the country and it's different community the african community you know the after african centered community was before the conscious community the conscious community didn't really until uh you know till sonetta started uh, putting those videos on youtube right you go back before then we talk days all our shows on blog talk you go back to blog talk days where we had the first show that was really detailing, you know, conscious community, African Senate. And it was, it was African Senate. It was on the African Senate thing. And I was... Wrong. By the time we go to Harlem, what all kinds of information and all them. But they was all jumping together. It wasn't a point. Talk, talk. And we was at the forefront of bringing on the confirmation. That was my whole thing. All y'all making up shit. So, you know what I mean? I, you know, we formed a team. I said, we need some help. I'm a rock. Based off of dealing with Wesley Muhammad. It was based off of that because he was killing the conscious community. He was running, niggas was running with the Dr. scholarship. And I'm like, man, can't have this. We got to stay on the shoulders of Dr. Ben. Got to stand on the shoulders of John Henry Clark. And we got to stand on the shoulders of John Jackson, Hubert Harris. Stand on the shoulders of the atheist. So the atheist. Who wasn't calling themselves atheists, believe in Muhammad. They Hey, um, um, where you at? Where you at? I'm So I say shoulders. You're chipping out.
Eu. Unk. Damn, yo. And he was going in too, man. He was going in too. All right, after Unk come back, he going to jump out and come back in. When he come back in, I'm going to just let him talk and then I'm done. Unk got a cricket phone like Jay Mixon. That's that's that Motorola Razor. Remember them phones? Oh, man. We catch a girl in the yak. Oh, she want teeth, Miss Tartak. Oh, okay. Okay. Damn, Unk. Oh, man. You know what I'm going to do? Let me play some of our... Um... Hold on, family. I'm going to wait for Unk to come back. And then I'm going to... Um... Hold on. Let me play my brother. Um, What's his name? Play Haven Bullets, man. I ain't play Haven in a while. 